recognizing a communist, physical appearance counts for nothing. If he openly declares himself to be a communist, we take his word for it. If a person consistently reads and advocates the views expressed in a communist publication, he may be a communist. If a person supports organizations which reflect communist teachings, or organizations labeled communist by the Department of Justice, she may be a communist. If a person defends the activities of communist nations while consistently attacking the domestic and foreign policy of the United States, she may be a communist. If a person does all these things over a period of time, he must be a communist. But there are other communists who don't show their real faces, who work more silently. Slap my salami, the guy's a commie. Hey, is this fucking... What are we doing over here? I have something to say. Hello? Well, that's not very interesting. Hello, testing, check, one, two, three, four. Caleb Stevenson. Because this virus essentially was invented. Abs and a six-pack. Yeah, maybe Michelle Obama like, might be a man. I don't know. Uh, smoking weed, drinking vodka. Would a bad set of boobs on a nice girl be fine, or would a bad set of butt on a nice girl be fine? I will flat out shoot you in the fucking face. I have a crystal meth medical card. Six pack. Abs and a six pack. Broadcasting live, January 9th, twenty twenty one. Joined by Boris D. Python returning again and Will Magus returning again. And before we go, I do have a little bit of housekeeping to do. We're going to be talking about mainly, I'm assuming, the events that transpired on the 6th of January, three days ago. I recorded two episodes that day, one with Hacker Mike and then one with Booberry and the Behind the Schemes guys about Project Bluebeam. I will be posting tonight's episode before then so they will not be released in chronological order because i felt like what we're going to be talking about tonight is a little more pressing uh than psychedelic philosophical ramblings and the fake alien invasion that's coming soon because uh this this is a little more topical so that being said how you doing gentlemen hey never better never better how you doing We've been in the we've been in the group chat for a little bit, uh, shooting the shit. Uh, Boris, you were recently were you banned or suspended from Twitter today? I am under the impression that I have a full purge. Full purge. What what was the? Uh, are, are, can you get into what 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 was the reasoning that they gave you? I didn't get anything. I uh, all I know is I went to my Twitter account and all my tweets are gone. All my everything's gone. Damn. They didn't give you, like, a message. Nothing. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I've been suspended from Twitter twice, and I think both times it was for using the word retard. Really? Yeah, I I called Jim Carrey a retard to his face. That that did me in the first time. I've had a lot of suspensions. Um, There was a couple times I got... It was, uh, I believe it was for advocating someone to commit suicide... In <laughs> so many words, I guess I was being a little aggressive. I don't know. Um, you know, things get a little heated on Twitter sometimes. That's I know. The, uh, that's the cyber war zone right now. Yeah. Yeah, I've been. I am a gorilla. Murder yourself. 
<laughs> but uh, but yeah, I I really didn't expect the uh, well, I don't know. Once once Trump got the the full the full ban, I'm like, okay, like now it's just a matter of time because I knew they're coming for all of us. Well, what about you, Will? Yeah. When are you getting banned? <laughs> I I've been suspended before. Um, I think I said something kill some some something something. I don't know what it was. <laughs> something something. <laughs> something something. Uh, I mean, I didn't say like you should die in a fire or anything, but um, <laughs> so I don't know something like that. But then I think it was like twelve hours. I don't I don't think maybe I think it was yeah. Like that's what I've I've gotten a twelve and then I've gotten a twenty four. I think is what I had. Yeah, it might have been twenty four. It's been a while though. Well, anyways, uh, glad glad we could all convene. I think um, this is probably the, I think this is the first time we've all three talked together, right? We've all talked on a podcast separately, vice yes. versa. We've never Finally all three got gotten together. Yeah, going on here. It's gonna be fun, and I I feel like um, I find myself in the position I think of being somewhere in between the two of you as far as. Um, belief systems, political beliefs, not, not really even like opinion. I think we all agree on what we would want to happen overall. We're all pro freedom and everything, but, um, yeah. Boris, would you still consider yourself like a Q guy? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. And I'm kind of, I was always 50, 50 on Q. Now I'm like 90%, 95% sure Q was a psyop and will you're, I'm assuming have always, been under the opinion that Q was bullshit. So I feel like I'm in, yeah. I'm somewhere in between the two of you guys. Um, now it, that doesn't mean I don't want Q. I would love it if Q was real. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like, uh, I, I feel like I'm going to be like the, not the voice of reason, but the moderator in this whole thing, because I'm kind of like, I, I don't really know what I believe on this, but, um, anyway, I'm kind of rambling. Sorry, I worked. No, I worked. Both, I, worked <laughs> I worked from seven in the morning till just right before we started today. So I'm kind of just. Ugh. I haven't had time to prepare or anything, but uh, yeah. Where do you guys want to start it? I don't know. I mean, question. should we chrono or I don't know. Chrono, um, Chronos, like the god of time. <laughs> what's been going on? Um, I mean, there was uh, on the sixth. Right, you now, Boris. You had been thinking about going, right? I was. I was on the fence, and then um, there was there was a bunch of different people I was in contact with. A couple people were, I would say, most people were not interested. There was a few people that were interested, but were like, oh, "I really can't go." And then um, there was maybe one or two people that I could have went with, but I didn't really know until like the last second. And it was kind of like too late. And at that point, it was kind of like, all right, well, I mean, I'm already not really prepared to go now. And at this point, like it, the, the 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 situation with like going down there, it really isn't something where you can just drop everything you're doing and go. Like you have to like have food and and be ready. Right. Like the way it was uh, organized, it's not like it was like a thing where you could just just go. So do um, we have a number on how many people showed up? Because I'm hearing estimates. I've heard like two million, and I've heard like fifty thousand. So I have no idea how many people showed up. I mean, I was at the one that uh, that Alex Jones was organized in November, and that was easily over a million. Thank you for your courage. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> 
So he was, was at this one though too, right? What's that? He did he he came to this one too, right? It looks like he did. Yeah, I um Yeah, he, I, no, he was I, I there. Um, coverage on there. And and uh Washington Post uh yesterday had an article out saying Alex Jones was standing on top of a vehicle bullhorning sending droves of Trump supporters commanding them go storm the Capitol, break inside the building. And all the video, like there's hours of video. Well, n- not hours chronologically, but if you add up all the different angles, there's hours of video from different angles when, you know, it, he wasn't yelling for hours, but there's hours of video of, between all the different angles of him yelling, saying, don't go inside the Capitol. It's a trap. It's a setup. Yeah. Like screaming at Trump supporters, like, don't go inside the Capitol. R- route around to the uh, east side of the, the Capitol building. That's where Trump's going to have his speech, all this stuff. And Alex was telling people not to go inside the Capitol. So after Alex's lawyers presented Washington Post with that evidence and all the video footage, Washington Post has since retracted the article saying, actually, we lied. Well, they didn't say we lied, but they said right. we mistakenly said Alex was commanding people to break into the Capitol when actually he was now in the retraction. They admit, no, he was telling people not to do that. So, Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they're they're a disinformation propaganda news outlet you know we, right we can't trust anything that the the washington post comes out with they're the jeff bezos mouthpiece i i wouldn't trust really much of anything that comes from the washington post um i mean like something that comes from like i'll like look at something from the washington post if it's not from like several years ago i'm really not interested in it well and it's not it's a uh, chuck schumer and especially nancy pelosi have been promulgating a lot of these flat-out lies saying trump let trump led an armed insurrection, an armed overthrow of the Capitol. Um, right. I have I have seen zero evidence of any of the people around or especially inside of the Capitol being armed with anything, not even a well, baseball bat or a crowbar, let alone weapons. That was actually what I was going to send you. Um, he did lead an armed insurrection, it sounds like, based off what General Tom McInerney said. Um, General Tom McInerney made a video from the White House saying that they got uh, Nancy Pelosi's laptop. The special operations forces did. So she may have been. Was it was special operations forces baked Alaska and Nick Fuentes? Because those are the only guys <laughs> I saw in Pelosi's office. Oh no no no! I, I, no there's there, there's 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 like photos of guys that, like in all black, masks on, backpacks, but they don't look like Antifa. They look like military guys. Oh, and is that the like, pictures that came from like the dude like hopping over the? Uh, the rail or That's not the railings, one. but there's yeah, a, yeah. but the, the, I saw there's other ones too. I'll um like I said we, well, there, we I got to get you on uh, either on Telegram or some other method to to get there's this. There's guys with zip ties video. though too, right? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not certain about the. the, the I'm sure I've, there may be. I'm just not sure what the uh, the zip tie thing is. I've seen pictures of that. Is that um, inside the I building mean, or outside? Real, the zip I'm ties. not sure the reference. Inside the building. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen I mean, that. Um, I I do know. You, there was the the crew of guys um with it, it, with backpacks outside that were that smashed in the window that smashed in the capital from the outside right. and then immediately retreated to let everybody else go in and then there was that crew of guys with all with orange beanies on and none of the people that actually broke through the line of cops and then broke through into the building actually went inside the building which is shady because if you're like trying to break into the capital and you're actually with that movement you would think you would go in not just like 
break it and and be wearing masks and everything. The, the, it seemed like a big setup. I'm obviously not the first person to bring that up, but all right. So I think the whole thing was a operation, like a military operation, to uh, get special operations in there to get Pelosi's laptop before she was able to do what Hillary Clinton did, which was hit the hard drives with a hammer and bleach and everything. <laughs> and so I th- I think there's a reason why Trump said, come down January 6th, we'll be wild. You know, he had, he had all that verbiage and it, he had the whole thing, that big speech. I'm not sure if you guys watched the speech in the middle of the day. He's out there. He says, I'm going to walk down there with you. We're all going to go down to the Capitol building and we're going to, but he know, didn't go down our peaceful protest. Right. But he, he didn't, didn't go. You're right. Correct. So everybody walks down there and then people storm the Capitol. I say people because no one knows exactly what happened. Right. Um, That's there hasn't been an investigation. We can speculate that it was Trump supporters. Yeah. It may have been Antifa. It may have been both. I think it was my both. guess is I think it was too. I mean, the reality if, is, if I was down there, dude, I probably, yeah. would, I probably would have ran up in there. I have no freaking idea what right. I would have done. I definitely, I, re- I definitely would not have tried to break a window. I, I definitely, I would have rushed well, the I've, building. <clears throat> I've seen the videos like, of the people that were breaking through the barricade, and and the and the Capitol police ended up just letting people in, waving them through after that. But the people that broke yes. the barricades were all, it all had the same garb and backpacks and masks. And then there was that crew of guys so, with orange beanies on, and they were none of them actually went into the building. So, well, they were running some kind of operation, regardless of who they were working for. See, and that's the thing. There, I think there was a couple different operations going on. So there's there's the the protesters, the general, the people that are just there because they want to see Trump, and right. then you've got the counter-protesters, the Antifa people, that Trump knows that Pelosi's going to bring out and false flag and then try to have a color revolution and blame Trump for it and try to get him removed. <laughs> he knows this is going to happen. That's why he says it will be wild. He's setting himself <laughs> – he's setting a trap. Yeah, did you, hear the, did you hear the last thing Trump said right after his speech? No. What was that? Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. <laughs> uh, being juvenile, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I, so, I mean, okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Will. So, um, we, we haven't been letting you talk enough. No, 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 I don't want, I mean, I, the, it was organized on that day for a reason, right? I mean, the, the whole point, and this, this is the struggle that I have, which is that, it does look very, and, and having been in protests before and, you know, in, in younger days, fucking 20 years ago and shit, um, you know, shit gets crazy. You know, sometimes you have your head on your, on you and sometimes you don't. I, my experience, so I was in Quebec City in 2001, um, was an FTAA protest because there was a meeting there. And so, you know, us protesters definitely wanted to, it, this was not a, think you know a blm kind of antifa kind of thing it wasn't just go around and protest and maybe we'll loot or burn or whatever no it was like they there was a goal there was a meeting we wanted to stop the meeting there were cars that were had to get in and out of there people were trying to like block the roads and stop them from getting there cops had to come out and open the you know spaces and 
open the gates to let them in, but then keep the gates closed. Huge, tall gates. They were gassing us, and they were, you know, later rubber bullets and things like that, right? And so we couldn't get anywhere near the building. This was in 2001. There were black, this was what they were called back in the day, black block people. That's, I assume it's the exact same thing as what they call Antifa. Agent now. provocateurs. That same and idea. And that was exact, and we were talked, we talked about that in the, you know, we would basically, I was not organized. It was basically me and a friend were like, uh, shit, that's kind of cool. Do you think we could go? Last minute we did. The Canadian Border Patrol or whatever block, they, you know, complained to me because I didn't have any money in my, in my wallet when I went over. But they knew, but I said where we were going, they were okay with us going to it. Um, so anyway, we went to this thing, we went through this, you know, there was like a little parade the day before it was like a four day thing, you know, and we were kind of involved in this, like I was saying, the protest, we were gassed, you know, vinegar and things or whatever they, you know, put on your, on a, um, basically a bandana to kind of deal with the gas, all that kind of stuff. But there was, uh, anyway, we were told, you know, there was going to be, um, black block people there and you just never knew if, you know, what side those people were really on. And they might try to break, break stuff and, and blame people. And I was in a situation where there was a guy and he, he threw a brick at a window. And we, me and ton, not just me, tons of other people were yelling at him, trying to stop him from doing it. So this shit has been going on for a long time. I was shocked watching it mm-hmm. on the 6th because I was like, I, I don't understand how they could let them get that close. I, I it, it did not make any sense to me why, you know, like once you get, once they got close enough to like start to be like on the building or whatever, you know, then I think you have to have a different pattern, right? Or a different plan. But to get, even let them to get that close, something was fucked up. It doesn't well, no, make I've any seen sense the, why. I, I've seen the Capitol, videos of the Capitol Police opening the gates for them to let them in and then letting them out the back door and waving them through when they leave the Capitol building. Mm. The Capitol but, Police were so, definitely ordered to allow this to happen. Right. Um, but here, here, here's what I'm, what I'm struggling with is that, there was a goal this time. See, that to me changes the entire dynamic. When you, and, and I've been in other protests, when you're just protesting, you know, like the Iraq war protest, we were on, uh, on a plaza, right? And then we, you know, there was no plan. We didn't have any rights to do it or whatever. We, we took the streets. So we ended up marching, you know, it's downtown Chicago. We ended up marching downtown Chicago. We ended up blocking Lakeshore Drive. They ended up directing us down this one street. They kettled us and a bunch of people got arrested. Many they let go, whatever. But th- that was not, that's, that, that was not this. This was to, to me, there was an event going on and there was the idea that this is going to happen on the sixth. And if we can stop this from happening, that, and it wasn't just any event, right? It was, this is the steal. This is stop the steal, right? So this is when they're going to actually confirm that the electoral votes, which you know, they thought was, were, you know, invalid, incorrect, wrong. They were going to stop that official process from happening. That to me says you have to stop. They, they want to get in. They, they want to grab them. They want to, in any way they can, they're going to try to stop the event from happening. Yes, there's going to be protests. Yes, there's going to be people just wanting to see Trump and all that. But yeah, they have I, a goal. But the, you but know the people, going. the people you that have organized to that, that from happening, the people that organized like, that whole rally were, the entire time calling for a peaceful protest, and then once people started busting in the Capitol, we're all saying, no, don't do this, this is bad. You, I mean, you, that, that's why I don't buy the, like, oh, the, the cops were sympathetic to the protesters, the Capitol Police were sympathetic with them, and that's why they let them in. They would have to know this is bad optics. 
like th- nobody it, this this has not like optics wise whether or not there was some kind of behind the scenes operation going to get Pelosi's laptop or whatever all that yeah. aside whether that's true or not the optics of this look terrible for Trump and obviously like uh, apparently Pence was the one that pressured Trump to disavow his own supporters and and uh but hang on why, because of why that. does it look ter- why does it look terrible for Trump because well, I mean, Trump. Man, I, mean, I Trump, think you're taking Trump, a different perspective than I have because I think he wants to actually stop the thing from happening. Like, you don't I think, think you think he's just joking about that? Well, he right, wants to stop right it bef- right before they were uh, deliberate. They were they were pro- uh, contesting the votes, and they were, uh, you know, they were like and it wasn't going to happen. Well, there were. It, it, I think like they they told by by this storming the Capitol ruined any chance of any of any actual uh senatorial process of having an investigation of fraud i think because they failed no i think because they broke into the capitol and the narrative became trump is like having an insurrection instead of these are peaceful protesters demanding a transparent election the narrative totally switched i think this was a uh total blunder by trump and i'm sure boris you have a different opinion on this but this this to me the optics are not the maga maga looks like shit in this scenario to me yeah i mean I, yeah maybe maga does i mean i don't know i th- this thing that this whole thing is not about maga the, the right. none, none of, maga does not matter maga is nothing this thing is the liberty movement that's the only thing that this whole thing's ever been about i agree and, with you there Trump has been a vehicle for the liberty movement this entire time and has had to use the MAGA movement to get the liberty movement. He's been like the the front man for it because he can't say, I'm really down for Ron Paul. I really want to make a gold standard. I really want to do all these things because if he does, they're going to fucking kill him. I guess, man, but like if they wanted to kill him, they would have already. It seems like they hate him more than. Let me just. Just one, just one statement I have to make because, and and I was thinking about this today at work because people, everybody was talking about this. But here's my thing, man. It's like Trump was a shit president, just a crummy president, but he was still light years better than any other president we've had since John F. Kennedy, like above and beyond, way better, a breath of fresh air. But he still wasn't that good. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, I agree because he was blocked by the the deep state at every opportunity to try to do anything. And he the, was pushing first... vaccines. And anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, the, I mean, like the, one of the first things he tried to do was as president, he tried to make a phone call to Taiwan, and um, and and that like was a shitstorm because his, his phone calls were being tapped by China. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we don't have the ability to even have a country if we have other countries spying on our commander in chief trying to make executive decisions we can't even recognize a foreign country and say that we are recognizing you as a country like the, that's like the most basic things that a president should be able to do that's like day 1 he tried to do that and got shot down those are the little things that he was doing just day by day everything you watch in the news cycle it was trump showing you i have no power you have no power because I got voted in by you as we the people 
and nothing I have done has worked. Remember, uh, right he, when he got into office and he said, uh, like the Obama administration was wiretapping him. He's like, they were spying on my campaign and like the media called him totally crazy. And then when it came out, that was actually true. They were like, well, it was justified. Well, we Russia. can't attack a president. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Then they, then they turned it into the Russiagate thing. Oh yeah. And now we've had to suffer through that for years. I mean, and I mean, we're, we're kind know. of off track, but I mean, because I, I really want to no, go back to this. It's all good. The storming of I mean, the Capitol. I, yeah, I just I don't think he's, I don't think he's part of any liberty movement. I think he's a selfish, weird guy that you know got a lot of attention because he would say shit that is true and nobody else would say it. Um, I, I don't know. I, I so don't you think you would at least acknowledge the humor and entertainment factor of Trump. More right, absolutely. More than that too. I mean, you know, when he's, what was the thing about killing? Who had some early interview? Was yeah. We, we, what do you think? We're so nice or whatever. We kill people too. It's like, and then military industrial complex. You know, first like, president since Eisenhower to bring up the military industrial complex. Right. So these these are all good things, but I, you know, I think ending the deal with Iran was super stupid. Um, you know, the climate change thing. I, I don't know. I can kind of go either way on it, but I don't think it. it well, that's a, a can of worms that we can get into later if you want, because <laughs> yeah, I have right. a lot of it's thoughts on that. Six hours. I mean, that's open hours. and shut for me. There's, there's really nothing to talk about. It's, it's like, um, you can make. Let's, let's put a, let's put a book end in climate change because that, that's sure. I'll, I could spend a. I'll, we'll come back to that because I would like the, to talk about that. I mean, yeah, the, I'd love to. The, the liberty movement stuff, like Assange and Snowden, like that kills me. Like, if 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 he walks out of this and he doesn't do help either one of them. I don't, yeah. I don't know how you guys can make that claim. Like, yeah, no. If he doesn't pardon Assange, guys. that's a that is. Yeah, I mean, that's if he does not pardon, like Snowden is. I could. I, that's not as big of a deal for me. But Assange, he needs to pardon Assange. I'd like if he pardoned we, both of them. He also needs to declassify fucking everything. That's I would want right that now. too. I want that too. That's happening right now. He, he, that, that's the reason why we're in a shitstorm right now. Is because. Uh, he, that's the reason he got banned from Twitter is because he made Space Force have the same intelligence abilities as the rest of the intelligence apparatus. Yeah, we went deep on, uh, Space Force during our Blue Beam episode on the 6th. So I'm excited to release that one. But yeah, um, yeah, I tend to, I tend to agree with you about the declassification stuff because even like weeks before the 6th, like back in early December, Brennan was running around doing the, Brennan and Clapper all over the news going like, we have to get him out, 25th Amendment right now, he's dangerous, he's going to declassify stuff. They were saying that. I mean, this, John Brennan was freaking out. He's He said he's a cornered tiger right now, he's going to start declassifying things. I mean, they're, they're, they were he's panicked he's even back of, then. Yeah, he's, he's scared of the truth. Exactly. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. Um, right, I'm, yeah. I'm with you there. I mean, I just hope he actually does it. I just, there's, there's a lot of like, you know, we want him to do this, and it doesn't end up happening. And well, well here's the problem: the the reason why he hasn't done it is it's ripping off the most painful band aid ever to understood. do it. Like we all want it to happen, we're all like, just do it already, just just rip off the fucking band aid. It's World War Three to do it. It's literally, I mean, from what I understand, I just heard 
I'm not sure how true this is. You can, if somebody wants to Google it, I'm, I'm at a phone right now. I'm not on a computer. I, I heard that all communications and power is out in, in Pakistan right now. We might be at war with Pakistan right now, and it might not even be on the news. I don't know. Um, but why would we do that? What's the point? Because of because of election interference. Because they may have they may be heavily involved in the coup in in our country right now. I have a theory. I mean, just this is totally spitballing here. But I mean, we've been Bush and Obama were funding and arming terrorists in the Middle East. And if Trump was set to declassify that, and that evidence was going to get out, then that would some that'd be something they need to put the kibosh on. Yeah, Benghazi. That's, that's what exactly Benghazi was all about. about. It's it's. Yeah, that's they're, they're like there's a ton of people that are heavily, heavily invested in making sure that all this stuff stays just like it was, right. silent. No one knows but, about it. But it's known what we were doing with the with Osama and Mojahideen in the '80s against to keep to fuck up Russia. So right. like, you say it's known, it's known with, with like the three of us. It's, no, it's, it's publicly to, known. Like, yeah, I mean, but, but you could look in the New York Times; you'd see an article about it. It's 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 publicly known that the Pentagon mysteriously admitted, like Rumsfeld admitted, they lost two point three trillion dollars on September tenth, two thousand and one, right. a day before a, a plane that was never captured on camera blew up the accounting wing of the Pentagon. That's publicly known. But like, mm-hmm. is it really publicly known? You know what I'm saying? It's like it. No one denies that fact, but at the same time, it's it's not like widely it's publicly known. But there hasn't been a military tribunal. There's never been a Nuremberg no trial one got in about trouble. it. There's been international. Exactly. There's never been handcuffs. There's never been firing squads about it. There's like, there's, the reality is that there's been lives ruined. There's been murders over this. There's been, we're talking about, there's been a war going on that has been an economic war for See, but- decades now that people aren't even aware of. They, they just think it's life that they're living right now. That's, that's the thing that's been, been happening that, that people aren't even aware of. They're just sitting here thinking this is like, oh, okay, this is just stuff that – this is just normal. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what to say because I don't think that he's on the right side on some of these. We've talked about this like in our last episode, Boris. Um, so it's not that I don't think know, Trump like, is on the right he, side of it. He, ha- he, has, a- he has to play this game or had, had to play this game the last four years to but get to where he right. is now. But that's the box that I'm 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 always fucked in, right? Which is that I can say, "Hey, he's not doing this," and you can say, "Well, he can't do it. He really wants to." And then I can say, "Oh, well, he did this," and you can say, "Well, he had to do it," or like I it, I can't win. You can just continue to like say, "Well, he's he's he he's doing. He wants to do everything perfect," and when he can't do it or when he doesn't do it, that's because he can't. And, well, and you I have to look at so I'm the lost. difference is you have so to like I, I, I follow you what I you're have saying. No, the, 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 I have no evidence. The, I follow what you're saying. What you have to look at is the, the things that have changed and his intentions, like the things he's tried to do. For example. He didn't um, try to do anything have, on Saudi well, Arabia. Go, We're still go, killing go, the fuck out of Yemenis. He, you're right about he's, that, he's, Will. But the, the, just to interject real quick, he did try, going back to the declassification stuff, even with JFK documents and uh, the spying documents – he ordered documents declassified and uh, his Three own years ago. His, yeah, his own staffers and then the CIA just straight up refused his orders. He ordered John Brennan to lose his security clearance and that never happened. So like hmm. there are there are people That's below Trump immediate like just straight up disobeying his orders. Uh, right. The first the first Fed chairman he tried to uh, uh, nominate was a gold standard guy and the fucking everybody in D.C. had a they just shit their fucking pants. 
Oh, like, and, and the media called the media called his nominee a gold standard radical, hmm. as yeah, if it's exactly. radical they, to have like, your no a, your money way. backed by something real. <laughs> yeah, they're like, no fucking way you can do that. Yeah. But here's well, my question, though. Because they know what though. that means. Because because the reality is to be a gold standard country again, that means we have to call our debts null and void, uh, like fucking student loan debts and everything. Like he's, it's really a Bernie Sanders plan. He's just not saying it. <laughs> he is more, <laughs> and, and it's not the Trump, way that Bernie Sanders wants to do it either. Yeah. Well, Trump is more progressive than most of the Democrats. I think we could all agree there, at least in certain ways. Um, I agree. It's just he's he's doing it in a way that actually it would actually help people by doing it constitutionally. Because when you do a gold standard, you're making your money valuable again, and you actually have possession of assets. Whereas Bernie Sanders wants to pay the debts with more debt, and it makes everybody poorer. Yeah. It's well, that... economic suicide. And I'm not sure if you guys are watching what's been going on in Venezuela. They're doing universal basic income via cryptocurrency, and every and that's the reason why Bitcoin is going through the roof right now because yeah. everybody is trying to buy their way out of it, and it, it's a disaster. And it, like, it, it, yes, right now cryptocurrency is doing great. The problem is, it they're creating a trap where every it's becoming a one world currency, one world currency where everyone is going to go to Bitcoin. It's going to become like this thing where it's like you have no choice all the money is going there it's going to be like well ethereum's cool and all but why even get it because all the money's in bitcoin well if, right, if, bitcoin if it stays is limited. with something that's uh, that's not traceable like a bitcoin type thing i'm fine with that but well, i feel on. like the one world currency is going to be super traceable well hang on but this is but where bitcoin it gets interesting. is bitcoin this is, is limited it, it's not mine i mean it's it's there's a limit to the number of bitcoins so it's not they can't just print money so it's a different Correct. entity, but the but the central banks can, and the and the central banks are buying Bitcoin, and they're also providing universal basic income to their people. That's how they're getting because you have nothing. You you're just a a fucking nobody. Then they give you some electronic money, and they're like, here, go buy whatever you want. They've got all the gold. They've got all the money. They've got all the Bitcoin, and then they give you universal basic income of some imaginary you know product they're, they're, they're calling it's their their uh currency they mm -hmm. give it to you and then you can buy whatever you want you're like well i don't want this worthless piece of shit let me get bitcoin with it or some other cryptocurrency and then you so then you buy your way out of this ubi so now you're you're you're, you're going from this one trap to another so now you've you're out of this one uh currency into a different currency but the only the it doesn't only make reason... much of a difference Hang on for one second. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm sure. almost finished my point here because this is where it gets real interesting. Now, let's say you're in America. I've already noticed this is coming. They, uh, they're trying to roll out Visa cryptocurrency cards. So every time you purchase something, you can easily purchase it. It sounds cool. You get a, you get a Visa debit card that you buy something and it's got a little chip in it and you can buy something with Bitcoin. And then as soon as you buy it, it transfers from Bitcoin to debit right there and the person you're buying it from doesn't know that you bought it with bitcoin you don't even notice that you sold bitcoin but it all happens the but what happened is you just made a taxable event you so mean now instead everything of you're just being is, pure bitcoin which wouldn't be taxable is that what you're correct correct so then so then you so now let's say i just bought a lawnmower and the person i deal with only wants to deal with united states dollars or some other thing 
well, now I got to pay them. Everyone's dealing digital, hypothetically. Let, let's say everybody, because this is the reality. This is why we're having a coin, coin shortage right now. I don't know if you guys notice this when you go to the grocery store or if you go to. Heard of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, dude. Yeah. Wawa it's such horse shit, whatever. Dude, they, okay. Well, it's be, they, they, the print, treasury okay, in December of, of 2019, right before the Wuhan flu started, they printed out a shit ton of quarters that had bats on the back. Have you seen yes. those? Yeah, I have a bunch of them. I've been collecting them. I have like 20 of them. So this coin shortage dude, horse shit is horse shit. It's like a, it's a fake coin shortage. Well, it's not There's a, no it's coin, a real shortage. coin shortage. The banks because they just want, won't they let want to you, tell you that they're. They just tell you yeah. they don't have them. It's horse shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's I, because so they're confused. pushing this this crypto thing. The, yeah, they, they want a cashless society because they can trace and track yes. your currency. That you can't. If, if okay, here, let's take it. Uh, Will to the war on drugs. If sure. I, if I want to buy a dime bag for ten dollars, uh, ten bucks worth of weed from my weed dealer, and I have a ten dollar right. bill, that is not traceable. It can't be taxed. It can't. It's not like easy for me to get in trouble for that. And and obviously right. you can upscale this to a hundred thousand dollars worth of drugs or sure, any sure. kind of illegal activity. If I have to do it over Cash App or Venmo or some digital transaction, because the Patriot Act they have full access to all j- digital transactions without a warrant after nine yeah. eleven. Yeah, like you can you can clearly see the agenda for a cashless society, and UBI is definitely attached to that. That is, UBI is going to come with. It's going to be digital currency. That's going to be this, one of the strings attached. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm concerned about any other, you know, negative externalities that are going to come from this. But if if we're already doing these transactions and they're tr- taxable, like, w- what is the difference if we're switching it to something else that is also taxable? Well, I mean, so because, if, if, because well, ta- cash, while it may be taxable, is still a private transaction. If I come up to you... Right. And and buy ten dollars worth of anything from you. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. something illegal. The government doesn't know that happened. That's sure. it's 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 bartering and they're they're it's it's a cash is if they get rid of if they're able to get rid of cash and everything goes digital and is trackable, um it's a whole new ball game. That that is So they want to be able to tax that too, is what you're saying. And not even just tax, it's a privacy issue. They it's don't because they, they, like they know said, what you're turns... spending it on. If the, like you're anything that goes through a debit card, credit card, Venmo, Cash App, any of that bullshit, that's mm-hmm. all. They know what you're spending it on. They know who it's you're giving that money to. They know where you're getting your money from. Where? If it's cash, if we're just in person handing cash back and forth, that's there's no way to trace that. Well, and, and you, but it you, is you, you traceable because I'm supposed to. I mean, because if you're a business, you're supposed to say, I did this business. And then if, sure, if there's but, a sales sure, tax like, supposed to be part of say, it, you're let's say to pay I go, it. Let's say I go into the gas station and buy two packs of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I guess they could go, I'm on video cameras. So technically, maybe the government could subpoena those cameras. But you get what I'm saying. Like, if I, it, it, it is, it is like the, is cash makes everything so much more private. And it's, and it's, if you're against the war on drugs, which I well, think I all of us are. war on drugs. Sure, right? but, but I don't like that. But but it, like a, a a drug dealer is going to have a really hard time when everything is digital, traceable transactions. If the war on drugs still exists, sure. But let's. But right. that doesn't. But that's just one example. It's a privacy issue. So you want pay, it, yeah, you want? Like I said, I'm sorry. I'm in the ahead. middle of buying a lawnmower right now, but it's a used lawnmower. And like I said, let's say I keep all my money in Bitcoin because I don't. Because I know that the government, because they have mismanaged everything, they're printing money like crazy. Because let's say, 
well, Joe Biden's about to be president, hypothetically. I don't believe this, but let's say uh, Joe Biden's going to be president. He's going to start printing money like crazy. <laughs> he, he's going to start printing money by the trillions, and our, our currency is going to get devalued like crazy. And I know this because I know basic economics, so I want to put my money in Bitcoin. Um, what I would really do is I would actually buy gold and silver, but I'm going to buy Bitcoin. So I buy Bitcoin. And then this Bitcoin goes up in value. I'm really excited. But now every time I buy something, like I said, it's a taxable event. And it's tracked and traced. And they know where you are. They're following you. Paranoia sets in. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, this lawnmower I'm going to buy. So right now I'm going to pay this person in $500 cash. This yeah. can no longer happen in this cashless society. I'm buying a used product. I would be it would be a taxable event to switch from Bitcoin to make this digital purchase to send them this money to take it out of Bitcoin and make it right. Not, I mean, it's, it's, it's one thing to make it to make the sale of the Bitcoin and make it dollars. That's just, you know, if that's what you got to do to, to make the, the transaction, that is, that's what you got to do. That, that's the currency exchange, but to make it a taxable event, that's a whole different thing to me that you're forcing onto the situation be, unnecessarily. The, the but that's tax, a law change that they're going to have to make. To me, the like, tax is a secondary issue. I, like, I like the idea of non-taxable currency, but right. for me, man, it's really just about physical Price. cash is... Not, it's, I, can, I can make a transaction between you and me without anybody having to know about it. It's not, yeah, it's not on a bank too. statement. It's not it's not a digital transaction. It is you and me are the only two people that know about it. I give you $10. You give me $10 worth of weed. I give you $100. You give me, you know, a puppy, whatever it is. Like, okay. It, yeah. it is, it is it, like cash. The war on cash is a long, is a long term thing that they have been pushing for a while. I mean, you saw it with COVID. Like, uh, it's like, oh, cash is dirty. It spreads disease. Well, that okay. wasn't and about the disease. That's about control. So, 100%. what I'm trying to break it down to, though, is that I, I agree. I mean, if if there are anything that we're going to use, right, is going to have positives and negatives. And you're right. Cash is has a privacy benefit mm -hmm. that I think is worth retaining. Now, there's going to be other things that it you know doesn't do so well. Right? It's harder. To, uh, you know, you can't do it by, di uh, you know, long distance, right? You can do Correct. Bitcoin via that. You can do other systems via that. You can mail a check, but that's traceable by the bank as well. So it's essentially the same as digital. But yeah, I get what well, you're saying, but I think both. You, like, you can't break it into both? super small amounts, right? Don't get rid like, of either one. Well, that's what I, yeah. right. But to me that, here's what, okay. I mean, I think our one of our big struggle uh, differences on, on some of this stuff is that I come from the perspective is that, these things that we do not want to happen, we can stop them from happening by talking to other people and by voting for people. Right. And there's you. Well, you no, guys I, seem I, to come I, from a from a different perspective. You guys come from a different perspective that basically democracy is essentially dead at some level, and the Great Reset is we coming, and we're not really free. So, <laughs> and so we're 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 not really free, and so. Like, it's almost like what I'm trying to do is having these conversations and having, like, trying to say, like, let's figure out what's really true. Let's kind of talk it out and see, like, you know, why we like this thing, why you like that thing. 
you know, maybe we can come to a compromise and get this done. I feel like that's almost not doesn't matter because you guys don't think we can actually do anything unless we like because the whole system's fixed already. Am I wrong? Uh, I don't, no, I don't, not entirely. I don't, if, I, I guess, are you asking, do we think this, it's hopeless? Not that, right, but it's, it's, it's the details of the hopelessness, I guess is what I'm saying. So, we, if we're going to debate, you know, is cash dying? Well, it's dying if we let it die. It's dying right. if we, if we vote to die. So, we could freak out about it and say, oh my god, they're doing this to us, or they, do, you know, they're doing the, the great reset, or they're stealing our election, or whatever. Well, like... I, I I think all those things are possible. I think they could come. I I I but to me it really matters like does, you know, if we look into it, is it actually happening or not? If I think it's true and some other guy does at some level, I have to trust like a panel of other people to say to say it's it's not happening even if I really 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 think it is or really 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 want it to. And and so I'm in this stuck situation, and that's where I am with a lot of the conspiracy stuff. Like, I, I don't really know what happened on the 6th, but I, I got a bunch of different sources. I try to pull different, lots of different sources. I don't think any of us know what happened I don't really ever going to know what really happened yeah. or what was in all those people's minds. And, and if one of the guys really just wanted to go in there and kill Pelosi, I, <laughs> I, can't, blame, I can't blame MAGA for it, but I can't I, blame, I can't blame Trump either. for it. I, I might not even be able to blame black guy. You're right. So uh, <laughs> he might be. Uh, he might be. Uh, what is it? The you know brainwashed by the CIA, right? So well, or he just know. might be Maybe justified because Pelosi's a demon from hell. Um, <laughs> right. She's a pedophile. <laughs> <That's true>. right? <laughs> just kidding. Did I say? Oh, uh, hey, no, Boris. <laughs> I do have a question for you because, man, like, and I'll, I'll I'll play a clip too that I think is just hilarious from Alex Jones' broadcast yesterday, but. Man, here's my problem with Q, because I know a lot of people, friends and family, that have been all in on Q, and are a lot of them since the six have actually abandoned it and been like, man, I got, I got tricked. Uh, it was a psyop, and some people have doubled down on it that I know. But here's my problem with Q, and I was kind of fifty-fifty on it from the beginning, and like I said, now I'm less and less buying into it, but. My main issue with Q, as much as I've always wanted to believe it, is my, and and he, the Q presents real problems. Like we have pedophiles running a lot of the government. Epstein was just the surface on that. Um, we have total corruption in the Democrat and Republican Party, and it has been for a long time. China's a big runs our media and Hollywood and a lot of our politicians. I mean, Diane Feinstein. Had a Chinese spy as her driver for ten years and didn't even get a slap I think on the she wrist. Was actually, I think she was the actual spy and he was yeah. the go-between. But yeah, well, yeah, I think I, I mean Bill Clinton was literally on C-SPAN. There's a video of him s- selling missile secrets to Chinese generals, and the generals are bringing him suitcases full of money. It's ridiculous. China, but the, the problems Q presents are real problems. But the solutions and false hope and trust the plan is where I have a problem. My thing with Q is, like, for the last three years, the goalpost keeps getting moved. So it's like, yeah, the indictments are going to get unsealed any minute now, and pe- these people are in jail, or they're already in jail. Like, you know, Hillary's been in Gitmo or whatever. And it, my problem with Q is the goalpost keeps getting moved back and forth, and it's, it's so, like, it, it, when are we going to see some results? Because so far, this trust the plan has not been working out. And 
I guess what I'm asking is if Joe Biden is inaugurated and Trump is not, like, it was that when Q is confirmed to be a psyop? Like, when can we finally drop the Q shit if it's not panning out? And I want it to so be real, I man. Will, I want it to be fucking real, but it, I just am not seeing. So it. I will say, I will say when I uh, I will lose some bets if if Joe Biden swears on a Bible that he's president. I I will then say like, all right, he he fucking swear on a Bible that he's fucking president. It, yeah. it happened. It, like I will be like, I'll eat some crow then and be like, all right, it really happened. I I really can't believe it because I thought he was going to be in the cuffs by now for sure. Um, that said, the whole trust the plan thing. I don't think means the same thing as everybody else thinks it means. I think trust the plan means when the military turns the lights off and you can't text anybody and you have to have a generator to have your heat on, don't freak the fuck out. Right. I'm set for that. There's a military coup going on. I'm ready for that. But I just, when when is that going to happen? I don't know. Where the clock is ticking. Like, this is, this is like, we are running out of time for this shit to take place. If you knew, then they would know. That's the problem. So, no one knows. That's the whole thing with this. But but that said, trust the plan is just that. This is look, so important. It, it, we have to do this. <laughs> it is. It is so important. But it's just let. It's just letting everybody know <laughs> that they're they're making this happen. And when the lights go out, if they when they when they flip on them, and they uh. They, they take over whatever whatever the military coup happens. When that happens, it's it's not because they're coming for us, for Americans. It's because they're coming for the FBI people that are traitors, the CIA people. That that's the that's the point. It's trust that that's that's what's happening. Oh, tr- not, tr- okay, trust uh, meaning don't fight back. No, no, no not, just uh, not in that just, way. this I mean, is all if part of start like banging on your door. Don't <laughs> freak out. Either. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah, that's I, the whole I point mean, I get it, it, man. But like, I, we've been waiting on this. Like, the impression that all the Q people gave off for three years is like any day now. These sealed indictments. Like, it was a, like Robert. You're right. Like Q was saying, Robert Mueller and Jeff Sessions were part of the plan, and they were working with Trump. That didn't fucking pan out. Well, Mueller definitely. Does not appear that he had anything to help, to help out with Trump. No, Mueller. Sessions, Mueller. I don't know. Mueller took over yeah, as head of the FBI two weeks before 9/11 and helped cover that whole thing up with Bill Barr. That's another problem with yeah, this, Bill- like Trump shit. Trump is Trump. Like I know, I I I don't know, but I think he has good intentions, man. But he is he may he might not have been drowned in the swamp as bad as he has been if he didn't keep hiring swamp monsters. Well, maybe it's because he, he has no other so, okay, options. We, 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 yeah, exactly. He doesn't have any other option because remember, the, the so he tried to not hire a swamp monster, Jeff Sessions. One Jeff Sessions it, is a fucking a special counsel. I'm not saying he's a, he's a great guy. Sucks. I'm not saying he's a great guy. Hang on. He, Sorry. But he did appoint uh, who is going to be a great guy. General Flynn uh, understudy the uh, I don't forget the guy's name. I think it's Donahue or uh, Donovan. I can't remember what it is. He's a uh, he's a military lawyer, prosecutor uh, in the DOJ, who works under Rosen right now. I believe Rosen's going to get fired, or he's going to end up taking over for him in some capacity. He's the uh, he's the number two in the DOJ right now. That's my guess, but 
It's just like, man, like when are these pedophiles going to get round up? All we've gotten so far is Jared, the subway guy. There has been no high-profile arrest besides Maxwell and Epstein, and they just faked Epstein's death and let him go back to his island. Like, what the fuck? So look, trust the plan does not mean do nothing in your life. What I would always say for everybody, what you should do, (laughs) start shopping at farmer's markets. Don't go to fucking Costco. Buy local. Uh, yeah, don't, don't buy food from, uh, Costco and get filled with Bill Gates GMOs. Um, <laughs> start a militia and not like a aggressive one. Don't be like Antifa. I'm saying like a defensive one. Just like know people in your local area that also shoot guns and, you know, practice. Like, do like common sense things like that that probably aren't a bad idea. Welcome to Costco. I love you. Welcome to Costco. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Welcome to Costco. I love you. <laughs> okay. Get, uh, but, but trust the plan doesn't mean, like, sit in your house and eat fucking Cheetos. You right. know what I mean? It just means that, that like, the military is doing an operation. That's what that means. Well, I, I do agree that there are patriots and people and and freedom lovers. I there's It's not just, you know, satanic, child-murdering Satanists in the government. I get that. There are real good people in the government. But the problem is, like... I still think that they, that Q, even if it started off right, seems to be a psyop at this point and got hijacked. Like, but anyway, uh, and Alex, uh, this was Alex's sentiment on yesterday's show when, like, about like 20 minutes into the Q interview, the, the dude with the, uh, that broke into the Capitol, the Viking looking guy with the face paint, he had him on, yeah. uh, uh-huh. the, the, I think he calls himself the Q shaman. And Alex just flipped out on him about 20 minutes into the interview. Hey, Q tells us stuff in all of its lies, is what I'm saying. You keep, you keep interrupting me. Because you're lying! Because you're full of shit! That's why! Because every goddamn thing out of you people's mouths doesn't come true. And it's always, oh, there's energy, and oh, now we're done with Trump. You said he was the Messiah! You said he was invincible! You said it was all over! They were all going to get Mo! Now, oh, he's part of a larger thing of Q. I will not suffer your Q people after this. I knew what you were day one, and I know what you are now! And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of all these witches and warlocks and pumpkin popsums and everything. <laughs> Sorry. Bye bye, Q. I can't talk to you anymore. Jesus Christ. Lord help me. Oh. I watched that right before we did this. It's so good. That's hilarious. It's so good. But I agree with the man. Like, no offense, but I'm just tired of waiting, man. I need to see some. Results. It's you, just man. been one. I, uh, it's it's just been one Pied Piper me, leading us off. It's like the this big Pied Piper, uh, as as Mike from OBDM calls it. It's a it's like some kind of Pied Piper psyop to lead all the patriots in the wrong direction. Is what it seems to me. It seems like it's just a big. It's there's been no. It, it's just a lot of talk and no results. I mean, when Podesta <laughs> gets arrested, I'll I'll, you know, I'll, my foot will be in my mouth, I guess. But I just it's not happening. I hear did you, you hear actually, the okay? Did, did, have we did you hear about the the, uh, the twenty fifteen OPM arrest or not arrest? Excuse me, the uh, the OPM hack. Uh, I remember it. In twenty fifteen, the Office of Personnel Management got hacked, and there was twenty two million um, bits oh. of personal yeah. information they got right. they got yeah, hacked yeah. by the Chinese. I've got family so, who works in the uh, energy department. I think they were affected by it. 
yeah, they're, I mean, they're, it's a shit ton of people. And they didn't just get, like, their social security number released. They, like, there was, they, the military and, uh, the, apparently the feds had, like, people's sex history. They, they had, like, their sexual profiles, um, whether or not they thought they could be compromised by foreign agents and all that kind of shit on almost, like, everybody in the high, high levels of the CIA and the, intelligence community and stuff like that and China, the Chinese got their hands on all that that's what this whole thing is about so back in 2015 they, they did this hack and after this happened now you've got 2 million CCP agents that are in Australia the UK and the United States and I believe maybe Japan too but I, I'm not sure if that's included in that 2 million number and um and you've got all of these compromised people that are in government. And also you've got all these people that were in the Obama administration that were put there specifically, not be, not with nothing to do with the hack, just unrelated because Obama had put them there because he has socialist values and is effectively like the beginning of an Antifa revolution in the government. So you've got like this whole deep state. Antifa cabal. would disagree with you about that, but okay. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure they would, but if you... <laughs> they do not like Obama. I'm sure they say that, but <laughs> Trump is having a really hard time getting anything done the whole last four years. <laughs> I know, but and here's it's the... not because I, of... But it's not Antifa. It's an establishment. It's the same shit that we Bernie people have been fighting. Like, it is not... It is a corrupt establishment of people who all, you know, are friends and they wash each other's backsides and... You know, they're, they're connected in the media and it's, they all went to the same fucking private schools and, you know, they're all interconnected and they don't want to fucking rock anybody's boat because they know that their boat will get rocked and maybe they won't get invited to the next fucking party. It's not so, it's not fucking, you know, to, Can I give you sorry, a cookie? from my perspective, it's not China, like the, that's the problem. It's our own fucking rich, you know, selfish assholes. Like it's always well, been so that way. It's, it may not have been China before, but the difference is when they when China finds out your name and your position of power somewhere and what you have control of, and then they come in and send somebody and they buy you a house. Well, now they own you. Yeah, first they, they buy sure, you a house, but... and then they then they tell you what you're gonna do. And then as soon as you tell them, well, no, I'm not going to do that, they go, well, no, you're definitely going to do that, or we're going to kill you. And the CIA can't because do that without China. What's that? The, C the CIA never could have done that without China. That, I mean, my whole problem is I don't trust any secret, you know, part of the government. I mean, because if, if like I've said to you before, which is that if we're, they're supposed to be over, you know, overseen by democratically elected people, but obviously they could blackmail those same people. So like, I don't need I don't need China to be part of this. I don't need Russia. I don't need Saudi Arabia. I don't need Israel. I, I already have a secret part of our government who, you know, is connected to rich, powerful people who want to maintain this thing. And I don't think have any problem. They don't have any problem when they're, you know, foreigners. So they are not going to have any problem killing people or threatening people to die to maintain their power base. And so I, I think that I mean, I think we generally agree with that. We just don't agree about the pedophilia, the you know Satan, CCP, Soros, or all that. But yeah, I mean, I I think 
to me, it doesn't make sense where, where why that wouldn't be there, especially with um, – because the CIA had all those things and they were doing all of those things. Successfully, right. Successfully. They've been doing it for what, years. Correct. And then what I'm what I'm saying is that got hijacked by the CCP because they were like, all right, now this is our operation. Because before, they they just would like to get their hands on it, and then they get that OPM hack, and now they have the goods. Now they can go and take control of people. Now they have people like Eric Swalwell who are on the Intel. Com- they they are Why the would- head of the Intel community, and they go and send, uh, what what's her name? Fang Fang. Is that know. the uh, the name of the yeah, young lady? I think, the I think so. the sex operative. I mean, now, now he's compromised. He's the head of the intel community, or not the head of, but he's he's one of the um, he, he's on the Senate intel community. Right, but I mean, what's her got, name in 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 the Senate uh, from California? Right, uh, Feingold. Mm-hmm. Right, she uh, was fin- supposed Feinstein, to be yeah. Feinstein. Sorry, she was overseeing the the torture stuff, right? And then it turned out the CIA was spying on her, you know, her uh, her meetings, and nothing fucking happened, right? And there's a whole fucking movie. Showing that, you know, this whole thing happened and nothing's ever come of it. There's fucking been torture and, and who gives a shit? Like, I, I just don't need, and, and here's the other question is that if you have this, you know, I think, I think you basically do. You have powerful people who are connected with, with people who are willing to kill and are willing to blackmail people. And then, you know, in comes like the CCP and they're just going to suck a fucking roll over. No way. They're going to – every all these different entities who want power and are used to having power and, and, you know, no longer really need money. They're probably more interested in how it feels, right, to have power than it is, like, what they can do with money. Like, these all, all these fuckers are going to fight amongst each other. Like, I don't know that, you know, we're going to be able to change anything versus, like, they're just going to turn each other over and, and expose each other and take each other down. Like, I, I just don't – like – the idea that there's a grand thing and, and all these people are totally fine and, you know, you don't have fighting amongst, you know, within the house of, of lords or whatever the fuck it is. Like, that's going to be happening. It's not, I, I and, and it's going to come out. Like, th- there's too many fucking competing interests and people who want power and people who want money to like say this, there's this grand thing and it's, it's, it's just always going to stay hidden. Like, I, and, it, it's, so and it's not just right. going to change. There was, there was competing interests. And that's what I'm saying is what changed was there was the OPM hack. And also what also changed was Hammer and Scorecard in 2009 when John Brennan got his hands on this technology that was in the CIA. And um, if if you listen to General Tom McInerney, he talks in depth about it. It's um, something that we used to use in the in the CIA to change governments overseas they um they would use it to effectively blackmail politicians and things like that to get them to uh to change to have regime change over overseas and stuff like that in 2009 our government does regime it. change all over the world and has been doing it since at least the you know Correct. at least 100%. World War II. right on behalf on, on behalf of globalists not on behalf of right. america yes. 100% that that's the big thing that i think we we both miss on it's, it's on we invade the world. middle east and let china take all the goods loots and resources correct so then john what? brennan got his I mean, hands on this in 2009 and started doing it in america in the united states they, the, the cia doesn't have a charter to work in the united states 
They're not allowed but, to do this to the to the people of the United States. Okay, but but let me push back on. So, like what you just said, right? It, the globalists. So, what I want is I want all in you know all the countries to be able to self govern and to run their own shit. And what I wonder about is I don't I, I doubt that that means you're evil. That means you're an na- evil nationalist. Yeah, you're I'm a nationalist, dude. Right. Yeah, you, you might actually get deplatformed now. I, totally. <laughs> so, but but you're that's right the whole me. problem. That's the whole problem because, well, like, I don't – and I've said this. What is America first? What is MAGA? What is Trump? Like, Trump has talked about, well, if we're going to go to war, we might as well fucking take their oil, right? Like, that to me is not what I believe in. That, well, that it's to better me is than nationalism. China gets the oil, but yeah, I agree with no, you. Trump, okay. Trump was, was right. Like, why are we fighting these wars and not getting anything from it? But he was wrong no, he in, was, like, we should yeah. still fight. Well, he didn't start any new wars to his credit, and he tried to pull troops out. But just, uh, mm-hmm. Will, just to address your point of, uh, let, let me just run through a couple, like, just to address your point of, like, sure. a grand scheme. Because this was, um, <clears throat> it was always like, oh, yeah, New World Order, global government, that's all a conspiracy theory. Now they just admit it. But let's go back to uh, the worst president we've ever had, George H.W. When we are successful, and we will be. We have a real chance at this new world order. And uh, maybe you'll, uh, George H.W. Bush isn't enough. Let's hear from not only him, but Bill Clinton, John Kerry, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, Henry Kissinger, George Soros, and Ted Turner. A new world order. After 1989, President Bush kept said, and it's a phrase that I often use myself, that we needed a new world order. And how negative or positive it will be will depend on what kind of new world order we really create. There's a need for a new world order. Novus Order Seclorum, a new order for the centuries, for the ages, forever. I think the new world order is emerging. Tony Blair. Out of it came a new Europe, a new world order. The affirmative task we have now is, uh, is to actually um, uh, create uh, uh, a new world order. We've got to give them a stake in creating the kind of uh, uh, world order that I think all of us would like to see. You really need to bring China into the creation of a new uh, 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 world order. you got to eliminate that compliance and you make it a mandate. <laughs> um, and then you do training, particularly in the city, I'll call them licensing departments, whether it's zoning, buildings, um, housing will be impacted by it, planning certainly. Um, and it's and you and you pick the people that run those agencies and the deputies that are pledging allegiance to the new world order and good governance. You think America's place in the new world order should be? It's always been seen as the global policeman. I think globally. the global policeman should be the United Nations. As Ted Turner, yeah, global police should be the UN. Um, so yeah, that oh uh, that God. that fra- <laughs> that phrase, the new world order. It was a little menacing, and it was creating some problems. And people uh, were like, "That I, we don't really like that." So they rebranded it uh, to "Build Back Better." Four sets of priorities can guide the response to build back better and achieve the sustainable development goals. So the vice president took the approach of saying, "We're not just going to try to." plaster over the cracks and put some props in where it's falling apart. His approach was to say, we're going to build it back better. 
We're going to take an economy that had a lot of problems and we're going to make this economy work better going forward. That's that's the right approach. This election is about building this country back better. And that's what Joe and I will do. So Africa can build back better, greener, more integrated and resilient. Rekindle the Canadian economy by building back better. We need to seize this moment to be creative about how we reposition the national economy. Resilience is so critical and I think it takes on even broader meaning when you have a pandemic. But this moment also gives us a much greater chance to be radical and to do things differently, to build back better and to build back bolder. And so we will be doubling down on our strategy. We they will even, double down on leveling up. Bojo this election this, is this not just about him. It's about us. It's about you. It's about what we'll do. Over the last two weeks, I've shared my agenda for economic recovery. I call it Build Back Better, because we can't just build back to the way things were before. Joe's we have to now. do it better. Right. He came, came up, up with it. it all by himself, old Joe Biden. <laughs> I will be, you know what? I will go to, I will go to hell before I sit here and I watch this country and the world turned over to these savages. I'm done, I'm pissed, and I'm not putting up with it anymore. You, let me tell you something, you filthy traitors in the government, you pieces of crap. You are the most degenerate, twisted, mentally ill people I've ever seen. And just to, uh, I got on bingit.io for this one from the most recent (laughs) No Agenda episode. Here's the Dutch prime minister, and this will lead us right into the climate change shit. Just Prime Minister on uh, on uh, on uh, what we can. This coronavirus is a great opportunity, like Justin Trudeau said. It's a the coronavirus is a great opportunity to achieve uh, the Agenda 2030 UN goals, is what uh, Trudeau said. But yeah, here's the Dutch especially Prime now in this time of coronavirus. It's certainly a major crisis, but it also offers us a unique opportunity. Now is the time to make the changes we need to build a climate resilient world to increase prosperity and improve public health, but also to build back better, fostering green and inclusive recovery, and to achieve progress towards the 2030 Sustainable Development Goals. I can hope we can seize this momentum. I hope we can take new steps to prepare the world better for the effects of climate change. And I hope that the Online Climate Adaptation Summit in January which the Netherlands is hosting, will boost those efforts. So, Will, you do not need to concoct some cockamamie grand conspiracy. You have global politicians and world bankers across the world admitting their plans. It's that's not what it's they like want. it's out in the open. But right, but that's that's what they want, right? What do you, I mean, is it what, what they want? Maybe I misunderstand what, what you say, but what you, like when like it's it's sounded to me not just tonight but over like the course sure. of like most of Please. our conversations that like you yeah. don't seem to think that this is an agenda that's being laid out no i think i think i think there are rich people connected people who want what they want out of it right and well, they're, they're generally they're... go ahead and they're going to work together because they mostly want the same thing yes yeah, they're, they're now, uh, global politicians around the world are saying, uh, now that we know people will submit to lockdowns for the virus, we need to continue these lockdowns to combat climate change. Okay. But if, 
if if we what we so what should we want should we want them whatever they want we should just want the opposite or should we just want what the right thing is that we discern determine is right should we try to push back on any propaganda we should we try to talk to each other should we try to figure out what the right answers are and do that for our own country should we be have at least somewhat of an empathy on how our country affects other countries when two countries are in conflict should we you know should they just go to war or should we try to figure out some way that the rest of the world could kind of you know help them out and try to deal with you know prevent prevent them from killing each other and all that i mean well, that I'm definitely is... anti-war, but and I, I, we're on the same page with that. We need to stop. I, I agree with you. We need to stop funding the Saudis to blow the shit out of Yemen. We need to stop bombing everybody. Right. I'm with you there, but this you have to look at who benefits. With the climate change agenda, what are their solutions? Their solutions are we track and trace everybody and we tax people for their carbon emissions. Well, what are okay, we but... as human beings? What are animals? What are plants? We are all carbon-based life forms. What do plants breathe? Carbon. Yes. Uh, they call it the greenhouse gases because it helps plants grow. So this this right, is a war this is a war not only on logic but on life itself. This climate change agenda is is well, let me just push, one other let me piece push back of a, on that. how do we get a global tax a global government? The Paris mm-hmm. Accord was one of the best things Trump did was pull us out of that Paris Accord because that that was okay. a a first step towards a global government. Okay, let me let me let me push back and try to walk through some other things, right? Okay. Which is that what I learned, and maybe this is all bullshit, was that the world used to be really fucking hot. This was before there was any life on the planet. And what ended up happening is life developed in the sea. And then eventually it got onto land and it was basically plants. And what plants figured out is that they could take the oxygen, no, what was it? The carbon out of the air, right? And put out oxygen, right? And after years and years, they died and died and died, and they were covered over, and they eventually became oil, right? And over in those same periods of times, mammals started to evolve, and we came along. And for this whole fucking period of time, all that stuff that basically sucked out the oxygen out of the air, or sorry, not the oxygen, the carbon out of the air, and along with the carbon, the temperature of the planet decreased, I mean, if we, if we want to debate some of the, the facts on that, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. That's my understanding. And so we have this, all this shit in the ground that, you know, used to be plant life that sucked up car- carbon, put out oxygen, all the oxygen we have available to breathe. Still, there's some obviously carbon still out there. There's still plants that take in carbon and kick out oxygen. It keeps going, but there's a ton of shit. You know, there used to be plant life that is underground. And what we've been doing for the last hundred years, if we've been turning that back into something we can burn, and when we burn it, that carbon ends up going back into the atmosphere. It's not crazy to me to think that you take this, car- there was carbon in the air, it, fucking planet was super hot. It's now, and then it's in the ground. Then over a long period of time, you keep burning that, you're going to tur- start turning the planet back hot again. That to me seems it's kind of obvious. Maybe it's not to the level that, you know, maybe we actually haven't taken out enough. Maybe it can't actually do what it's saying. Maybe the temperature change is like, you know, we're at one hundredth of what the temperature change was going to be. Maybe, it, you know, it's not ever a real effect or whatever, but that, that general logic makes sense to me. You take along with that a situation where for those hundred years, right, it was fucking awesome. I mean, you... You know, you go and you put a stick in the ground and you find this fucking energy source and all you got to do is hold on to that land and keep fucking pumping shit out. 
and you've got fucking energy. You've got something that it was, you know, people had to go, I mean, they could barely do it, but they had to go fuck, hunt whales, you know, and, and insane amount of fucking energy is just fucking sitting in the ground. Holy shit. Well, they're going to keep doing that, right? And when people start to talk, well, wait, maybe there's a problem. Maybe that's going to cause a problem. Fuck you. That's not causing no problem. I'm making billions of money. Maybe I'll spend a million to shut your ass up. Sure, oh, maybe I'll but... have to fucking hang on. Maybe I'll fucking kill you. Maybe I'll cook. I'll I'll create a whole entire you know conspiracy about how you guys are bullshitters and and everybody's fucking lying, right? And and it's not me who's paying people off to lie. It's not me who's paying people to keep this goddamn you know money rolling into my goddamn bank. No, no, it ain't that. It's you. It's you and your goddamn scientists lying about all this shit. Oh wait. How much money is that? Oh, that's like what? One, one billionth of the amount of fucking money I've made over the years? No, it's obviously you guys. We wouldn't be lying. You guys are the fucking liars. Of course it's you guys. So anyway, you go along I, this I, whole situation. Your logic Hang on. Is sound. I ain't done yet. Okay, I ain't sorry. done yet. You keep going along this situation, right? And this is a problem. This is not just happening in the goddamn US. This happened all over the fucking world. The fucking richest people where the fucking wars happen, all this shit. That's where the goddamn oil is. And you motherfuckers are going to say, oh, oh, we're going to shut it down with a, a, some local government thing. We're going we're gonna to do these little local taxes. No, that's not going to happen. The fucking changing of the whole goddamn planet affects everybody everybody so you think that you're going to be able to like close one damn country to stop them doing it no it's just going to move to some other country where they're going to pull the oil out so i would think you'd have to fucking if you're really going to try to stop this thing if it's a real worth thing worth trying to stop and i'm not going to you know debate you on whether it is or not my understanding is it is but you're going to have to do something worldwide to figure that out you're going to have to somehow create a lot of different incentives that's really piss off a lot of people because you have an entire goddamn economy built on this thing you're going to have to work it all out together and it's got to piss off a lot of fucking people there's a lot of people you know that are going to get screwed by this situation if we actually try to control this but well, you know, the to- look at, i'm sure look nobody has any incentives to, to try to shut that shit down go ahead well the look at who well first of all the the I mean, the obvious hypocrisy of these global elites flying around on private jets while they tell us not to drive cars is pretty retarded. But because they, they don't care. Yeah, but they're so they don't actually care. But they're the ones pushing it <laughs> and, people and, who and, care. And, ta- and wanting us Be- to ta- pay taxes to them because the people finally care. Yeah. And the, the, the consensus that Bill Nye always claims, like all this 95 percent of climate scientists agree, that's actually not true. And how many then? What's the percentage? Uh, it's uh, it, it's five percent. If you count if you count UN funded climate scientists, that is correct. They do not uh, take into not, no no climate study. Last I saw, last time I checked, and granted, it's been a few months. Not one of the UN climate studies take into account the sun. They only factor carbon into their equations. They use computer models. You'd think when you're talking about global warming or climate change, you would factor in the sun. Where all the okay, heat comes but, from. Uh, but you ha- if you don't want to just do the UN funded ones, like do all the scientists. What do all, the, I mean, are we at 50, are we at 44% that think it's worth, it, it's something worth doing? Or do they think it's not as an immediate issue? I, I, I do think that all of these fuckers, dis- they do not count nuclear enough. We should be fucking switching to nuclear. Yeah, I'm fine with nuclear. Um, but, but, the, it's just like the UBI thing. It's there's there's a dip, like it's they play on our emotions to push an agenda that's not really going to benefit us and act like it will. Um, Everybody does that. Yep. Right. Would you agree that we live in the most stable 
um, climate currently in recorded history? Probably, yeah. I mean, but what is that range? A thousand years or 20,000 yeah, well, years? I don't know. The most, uh, the, the most drastic and catastrophic climate change events happened before humans existed. Carbon emissions are such a, humans have an effect on the climate, but it's such a tiny little piece of the puzzle. We still have really no, I mean, there was, North America was covered in two miles high of ice mm -hmm. at one point. We have no idea. We're overdue for an ice age. Um, let, I can right, actually have a, go ahead. The, but the question becomes, what does, what, what's the expectation of what is going to change, right? So if you get four degrees of change, right? Or, you know, you know, what, what does that mean for the planet? You know, what, what is, what is the habitable zones become? What does the arable, you know, where you can grow stuff? What does the water, you know, in, in, on the coast, all these kinds of things, what changes based on, and, and, you know, how much, how long is that going to take all these kinds of calculations? I don't know those answers. Well, it, and uh, another factor, um, just just the same thing with COVID, where all these medical professionals, epidemiologists, virologists get banned from the internet for questioning the COVID narrative. Same thing has been going on with climate. Uh, there were two the the top expert on the in the uh, coral reef on the coral reef in Australia was fired from the university he worked at for saying actually. Uh, no, the coral reef is not dying. It's thriving. It's better than it's ever been. But that's against the narrative, despite the evidence. Um, I completely disagree. Right. I completely agree that that should not be happening. Yep. That's what so I've that, been saying about this. That's what I've been saying about the today's events. Yep. And so that's that so is another might, thing that creates sound, a false consensus about the climate. Because like you might sound kind of. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, just going to cut in. Sorry. You done? Uh, I'm, sure. I got some climate clips I'll play later, but go ahead. No, I wanted to add to this. It was just, uh, it might sound like kind of out of left field, but it's not. Um, have you guys done any research into the HARP program? Yeah, we did a whole episode on HARP. It was pretty fun. So Is that the I think temperature change? Um, the, um, high frequency auroral research project in Alaska. Uh, yeah, it's not just Alaska. I mean, it sounds like it's, it's pretty much worldwide. Uh, it sounds like sure. most major, most major, uh, the Netherlands had the first functional one, yeah. But it's uh, it's harnessing of the atmosphere to control the weather. Uh, John F. Kennedy and Lyndon Johnson talked about uh, controlling the weather back then when they were president. Right. Exactly. And, um, you know, I think, you know, we hear all this stuff in the media and we get bombarded by it, bombarded by it as far as like, oh, my God, what if we get four degrees in the – the sea rise, the sea might rise, all this stuff. You know, how many times have we heard Obama talk about, uh, the sea rises, the, the sea level rising, and then he buys, um, waterfront beach property? Beachfront property. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he's obviously not do. worried about it. Right. And he, he's like very hot, like very deep into the CIA, um, was, was in a CIA family. Like he, he knows all this stuff. It's not like he was like, oh yeah, like I forgot that, uh, <laughs> global warming might have happened. Like it's not like he's, he, he knows this narrative. He, he knows he's pushing this stuff for a reason. Um, and it's because they're, the global elites are trying to, are trying intentionally to suck the life out of the Midwest, out of the middle class. And they really want to make sure that the middle America has no industrial base. Because if you 
can't, uh, as a country, produce your own oil, if you can't produce your own natural gas, if you can't go in your backyard and chop your own wood, if you can't have a wood stove, if, if your EPA says that it's, you gotta have all these restrictions on that because they wanna talk about, oh, we, we're worried about how many particulates You've got for this and that. Only Western countries, All of these though. Greta Thunberg and the UN are not concerned with China's emissions, just ours, because it's economic warfare. Actually, actually, I think that's wrong. I mean, that actually, I just they wanted China to be part I of reading, it, right? I, I just heard. Well, I, I don't. I don't want anyone the, to be the a part Paris of it. Climate it's Accord crazy. agreement stated that China wouldn't have to lower their emissions for like twenty or thirty years after the U.S. did it. It's it's economic. I, mean, I, warfare. I do think. I think businesses need to, but I was just reading this thing about uh, from the Epic Times, and they were talking about how like the the, the impoverished Chinese people. We're talking about like like poor rice farmers in the middle of nowhere in China. They're sitting here. They're spending their entire month's income on uh, natural gas heat for their house in the winter, and they used to have coal, which costs them almost nothing, and they they it's been made completely illegal. They, they can't even use it anymore because of uh, regulations in communist China. But uh, they are – they have to use natural gas. So now they're they're forced to use it for, you know, I guess uh, environmental regulations or whatever, which we, if you think about it, like the – like they're like, oh, yeah, it's natural gas. It's it's so clean. It's so great. And it's not that – it's it's not a bad thing. It's just at the end of the day, this is clearly a, a thing of – it's benefiting whoever – Probably, honestly, it probably benefits the Bidens. If you look at the Ukraine th- situation, I'm like thinking about it while I'm explaining it right now. I'm like, uh, it's not know, just Biden. Biden it's that- Mitt Romney, John Kerry, Nancy Pelosi, and Joe Biden all have kids on Ukrainian gas company boards or did at one time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like sitting here thinking, like, yeah, now all the people in China are stuck using this natural gas they can't well, that's, afford. That's like, why Biden wow. got the nomination. They got to have somebody that's in on it, in on the the scandal to cover all their asses they can't get somebody like yeah. a tulsi gabbard or a bernie sanders in there that's not you know on the dirty shenanigans they got going on that's why they had to get biden in there right and then well, you know so then everybody in america is like yeah we gotta ride with biden because he's our guy because they told us to even though he's freezing out the chinese and is totally down with slave labor camps to make iphones like what's see, wrong with you people see th- this is the struggle that i mean and this would be amazing if we could kind of have our camps come together on some of this because to go back to my earlier point, right? Which is I, I went to the FDA protest because I was pissed about NAFTA, right? Cause this was in 2001 was the FDA is the extension to South America. What? I said good choice. Yeah, NAFTA was uh, garbage. NAFTA. That's, I, that's, exactly. uh, it was before my time, but that's a protest right. I would have attended if I could. Right. So it was the extension basically of NAFTA to South America, free trade area of the agreement, uh, area of the Americas. And it got stopped. It was basically being done in, in secret. That was basically the whole, what was the TP, whatever for China thing that, um, WTO Assange exposed. Well, yeah, but there was the agreement they were going to do with China. I can't remember what it was. Oh, TPP. TPP. Uh, that TPP, was Obama right. and Hillary were pushing that. Yeah. Right. So anyway, so the NAFTA agreement, right? The idea behind having a trade agreement is not crazy, right? You, you want to figure out, you know, is there some way that we can kind of get everybody's, you know, interests all, you know, doing well together? Obviously, the problem with all these agreements is it often does not end up being, you know, the general public's interests, 
but it becomes who's ever be able to pay off the people who are going to negotiate the, the deal. And that's what I think happened with NAFTA. That's why the whole FTA thing, having, doing that in secret was a problem. That's why TPP doing it in secret was a problem. I don't know about the Paris Agreement, but from my understanding, and this is, this is where we end up at log, at loggerheads, right? Which is that, is there a climate concern that needs to be dealt with? Perhaps it is a, you know, perhaps it is not a, even a hundred, maybe it's a 50 year thing. Maybe it's a hundred year thing. Maybe it's a thousand year thing. I don't know, but we need to figure out it. Well, I mean, the I guess computer you guys models they're using can't out. even predict tomorrow's weather, let alone a hundred years from now. I, I think we have a pollution problem. I don't know. I, I think we the pollution needs to be taken care of. The man-made climate change is it, we we place such a we humans' effect on the climate is such a tiny. And I'm no expert on this. I'm no scientist, okay. but for, I've done a lot of research into it. I obviously didn't go to school for it, mm-hmm. but the debate is yeah. far from settled on this. Yeah. When they act like the debate is over on man-made climate change, it is not. Can I go through some clips on this? Sure. Actually. Yep. Do you guys like Randall Carlson? I know the name. Yeah, he's yeah. great. He's awesome. Uh, I have, I can skip around because I have way too many clips about this. But uh, just to start off with why global warming is actually better than the alternative. We'll pull up a graph in a minute which shows you that even within the last couple of thousand years, periods of global cooling have not been pleasant times. Periods of global warming is when we see human population expanding, when we see cultural advancement, when we see lifespans increasing, when we see infant mortality decreasing. Periods of global cooling are when we see populations going into decline, when we see um, lifespans diminishing. You know, we had um, a period of global cooling that began between 536 and 540 A.D. It was this period of global cooling that launched what we know as the Dark Ages. Because of the cold and the damp that came on with this, um, you know, the, the historical record is interesting because you read some of these accounts that were preserved from that period. They talk about weeks at a time where they couldn't see the sun. They talk about when it did show up, it was just a feeble imitation of itself. They talk about, you know, years with no summer, basically. So what you had was succession of crop failures that led to people becoming malnourished. Once they became malnourished, their immune systems became weakened. And in 542 AD, about six years after this well-documented transition occurred, we had the onset of the Justinian plague, which wiped out a third the population of Europe. And it took 300 years to recover from that. And it didn't, we didn't recover from it until the climate shifted again and we went into what's known as the medieval warm period. So that's just a backgrounder from Randall and, uh, and this is like, this is not disputable history. Uh, everyone agree, even climate scientists, the ones that are the, the most alarmist and saying we're destroying the planet have no understanding of history. And when they get debated on them, and you can watch these debates, they crumble. They either refuse to do the debates or they just crumble talking to somebody like Randall, who actually has a historical uh, understanding of this kind of stuff. But, um, but, th- but it's a little it's a little dry. But I'm going to if you unless you have a comment, I was going to continue on with some of these clips. No. Yeah. But it's it, that's the key. Like what you just said, like we need to have these debates and we need to be able to see these publicly. And 
that's the only way I think we get out of this, out of our bubbles. But go ahead. Yeah. You begin to appreciate, when you begin to really look at the history of our planet, what you realize is that it's been just almost unimaginably dynamic. This, an alteration from a, from a interglacial to a glacial age is an extreme process. And so, I guess the upshot of it is, is that, you know, when, when we look now at the, the climate record that we have in hand now, which has been pretty much reconstructed with a fair amount of accuracy back to about 400,000 years. And these are primarily based on ice cores extracted from Greenland, extracted from Antarctica, extracted from mountain glaciers and, and most, mostly, mostly Antarctica and Greenland though. When you pull out that ice core, it's layered. Think, think, think of cutting down a tree and looking at the annual layers where you can actually count the number of layers, um, in, in a, in a cross section of a tree log and you'll know how old it is, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's very similar in an, in an ice core. You've got layers, annual layers, because each year there's snow that falls. It gets compressed into fern, F-I-R-N, which is the transitional phase between snow and glacial ice. And it eventually gets compressed into glacial ice. And when you look at a cross-section of the ice core, you'll see these fine layers in there, right? So they can go back and they can look at these layers. They can count the layers. And there's a lot of things going on in these layers. Oxygen isotopes are are a critical one for, for ascertaining climate changes because oxygen isotopes are a function of temperature. And we have a graph here we'll pull up in a minute. We can actually look at that. But what we see is that the climate has constantly oscillated back and forth. And when we look at the Holocene, going back 10,000 years, and then we take that comparatively and we go back 250 to 400,000 years, we can now begin to reconstruct these intervals of glacial periods, interglacial. And here's the thing that should be sobering to, to everybody on the planet today as we think about climate change and all of this, because obviously it's constantly in the news and all. The longest interglacial period now on record for at least the last quarter million years, the longest one, the longest unbroken period of interglacial warmth is the Holocene, the one we're in now. <laughs> We've already exceeded by several millennia the longest previous period of interglacial warmth. I don't hear him talking about that. I don't hear Al Gore talking about that. I don't hear anybody talking about that in mainstream media, but it's hard scientific fact. So not only are these global elites and the UN climate scientists that literally you only get funding for these studies if you come up with the right conclusions, not only are they taking advantage of the fact that the climate constantly changes, they're ignoring the fact that we're long overdue to have most habited areas that humans currently habitate to be covered in ice. If And Randall will bring this up in a clip I'm about to play, but if our carbon emissions are helping stave off and keep this ice age that would kill millions, if not billions of people, if our carbon emissions are helping keep that from happening that's a good thing right agreed so it, it it's frustrating that, honestly, like, that like most of the this 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 these these hard scientific facts are not brought up in the climate debate i think right, it's more so likely here, that our weather, weather modification is more likely to be what's keeping the uh climate 
in check to be, to be honest. Like I, I, I really doubt that. Well, greenhouse the, the, gases the, do warm the, do warm the climate, but not in a, not in a good enough way. You, um, they say like the sea levels are rising like and yet new bit, islands but, keep coming up. The, the sea levels are actually lowering because new islands that were submerged are now above water. They just, two more just popped up in the last month. Sea, lo- yeah, sea, sea coming, levels are lowering right now. From but they rise up methane <clears throat> for other reasons too, right? Right. And this is a super comp, I have, I'm not, like I said, I'm no expert on this, but th- this is a super, super complex climate. No one fully understands the climate and, and most climate scientists that are honest will admit that, uh, we really have no idea how it works, but we can just like uh, anything else. It, history is an indicator that it's, there's been catastrophic climate events that happened way before humans were here. And we are in like a golden age of, of climate right now. And, um, I don't, I, I don't know what the answer is. Um, but I know it's not a carbon tax and a global government. Damn straight. But, but hang on. It could be, but let's break those in, into pieces. Right. Which is that I'll accept that you don't think it's a carbon tax because you think that we're either not having, it's either not having an effect or it's having a good effect, right? One of the two, but also, carbon into the I mean, it's, it's having an effect, but is it really, it's maybe having one, like there's a lot of things affecting the climate, the sun being probably the main right. one. Okay, but, but, but here, see, that's, that's, this is where we break down, right? Which is that based on what you've just played me, that's, that's what I'm hearing that you think is, is happening. Is, am I, am I wrong or you just don't know or? I, I don't know, but I do. I, I, let's ask the question again. Maybe I'm misunderstanding it. Let me, let me interject. Under no circumstances is a carbon tax the right solution because um, even if we pay enough taxes already, that, well, yeah, even if Randall well, we Carlson is wrong, don't you, sorry, I mean, don't that? you see how we might not like, imagine that, imagine that something comes along, right? We, we get some new information and they all a hundred percent say we need this car. We need this tax. Okay. Carlson, every single one of them say it's freaking obvious. I know it. You know, maybe the average layperson can't know it or whatever, but every scientist who has any experience says, we need this tax. We need to do this. You would say we need to do it, right? No, no, it's, you, a, would, you wouldn't. No, because it would, it, I, I it don't care matter. who would say that because here's the thing. It's, it makes about as much sense, sense as the meat tax that Andrew Yang proposed. What that means is let's take the meat tax as an example. We need an extra tax on meat to, because meat, uh, production uh, causes carbon emissions, which was Andrew Yang's theory, and a lot of like the, the, the a lot of the reasoning for why we need to get off meat because it's unsustainable. Okay. What a meat tax would do, same with a carbon tax. But let's take the meat tax. What that means is the rich people doesn't affect them; they get to eat as many steaks as they want. The poor people don't get to eat steaks anymore. A carbon tax is the same thing. The poor people are fucked. They have to use public transit. They can't drive their own cars. The rich people still fly around on private jets and emit way more carbon. It's bullshit. But what if it was a progressive? Bold. What if it was a progressive tax? What if it's we made the rich people pay more, but everybody had to pay some more? I I mean the, the, that'd be thing, better, but I still don't that way. It, yeah, that would be better in theory. But why do we need a tax? Period. 
Why not just develop cleaner methods of... Uh, has there ever Because been... the market is not going to make that choice. That's the whole thing. Like, they, has there they're... ever been a tax that the, that the wealthy have paid? Yes, they pay taxes all the time. Do they? They might not pay as much as we were trying to make them pay, but they pay, yes. And also, where does that tax money go? I mean, what does it I mean, get spent you, hang on? Hang on, hang on. No, I want to get back to this point because if this the story that I've heard was that when we had super high taxes on the rich, they stopped working. So what they would do, you know, if if they made so much, they started to make so much that they would say, you know, now I'm in this bracket, I'm going to basically stop working. And that was what I have heard as an argument to say, well, we can't have high taxes on the rich. Well, that seems to obviously say that they were paying those taxes, right? They're, they, like, right? Am I wrong? Yeah, I'm they not arguing. Paying the taxes. They, they get out. I'm not arguing for yeah, or against taxes in tax general. Rate. I think taxation is theft, but that's a side issue. My point is, there's got to be a it's better a, solution than taxing the little guy. I think if may, I, maybe if you want to do a carbon tax, maybe only maybe it's an opt-in thing. How about if we do a carbon tax, only the global elite fucks that are pushing it have to pay the tax. You, the three I of like us, that. are I don't have to pay the tax. I'd be fine with that. If you if you're so worried about the climate, why don't you pay the tax since you're a rich billionaire pushing this shit? I love that. That's Zero taxes for the small people. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. great. I've, but that's not how but it's going to go. That's, that's how not I am what they're suggesting. But, that's not but that's see, not what's being that, presented as an option. That's that makes it not a tax because the whole thing about taxes is they deal they they're everybody and they they're they exist to fuck you. If yeah. they weren't like no, they don't. They exist to pay the things that we decide as a government decide no we, we want to do. No, no, no. We never decided nothing. No, that that that's you are the thing. you are forced at gunpoint. You are forced at gunpoint to give the govern the inefficient government part of your paycheck, and if they do not, they you they will come to your house and lock you in a cage if you do not pay let's, your taxes that you never opted into. Let's do the Rogan thing, right? So let's, I, I fucking pissed off that he's on Spotify. I never listen to him anymore. I'm in yeah. head, but I just don't. So he says, you know, you get, we're all on an Island. What would we do? Right. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't At pay some you taxes. Point, <laughs> what? I wouldn't pay we, you taxes. <laughs> you wouldn't pay me taxes, right? Never. If we, Never, right? So we all got on a on, on an island, right? And just we, the three of you know, us. had a bunch of. Well, yeah, just th- starting with the three of us, right? Uh, It'd well, probably stay that more. way because we, I don't think we could reproduce. That's true. I hope. Well, not. <laughs> we need some women, but if we end up having, you know, if if it ends up being our three little tribes or whatever, and we're on this island, you're saying it doesn't ever get to a big enough point where one of us is like, "Fuck you, I'm not paying," like for this shared, you know. Whatever they, somebody, somebody needs, like, let's say there's a thousand people, right? And you're saying it's never going to get to a point where one of, one of those thousand people say, fuck you, I'm not paying. And all the other people say, uh, we all get benefits from this. You're fucking paying. I'm not going to argue against the concept of taxes because I'm not going to win that argument. I think taxation is theft, but I still pay taxes because I believe in the system at least enough to pay my taxes. But what I am saying is actually, I will die on this hill. Uh, No, pick the item. I'll die on this hill. <laughs> but the, the the problem Pick is the item? if it was the yeah, three of what, if what it was item? the three of us running this, I'm sh- we would I would trust the three of us to allocate our resources well enough. The problem is 
the government is is notorious for squandering money. The Pentagon has still not been audited. The Federal Reserve has still not been audited. There's trillions of dollars missing that they just never gave us an answer for. I don't want right. these these like this carb this global carbon tax is not going to benefit anybody but the elite. <laughs> yeah, these are the worst people to to carbon tax anybody like, because Bill so- Gates, Bill Gates, and and Soros and whoever else the fuck like Jeff Bezos. These guys like are not like the guys advocating for a carbon tax are advocating it because they know that it's not going to affect them. It's the same reason well, it's like benefit them. Yeah, I mean, I've, if it was going to take money out of their wallets, they wouldn't be advocating for it. If it was going to mean they had to stop flying on private jets, they wouldn't be advocating for it. It's and honestly, what it does is it it fucks the little guy and hurts small businesses. Right. And kills small businesses and forces them to use Amazon and just like the COVID lockdowns, it's the more, same thing. Yeah. and that's why they're now it's advocating the for thing. climate lockdowns. It's ex- it's the exact same. Key bono, playbook. isn't that the that's Latin phrase? Like, who benefits? That's what you got to ask yourself anytime a policy like this is on the table. Who benefits? And it sure ain't us. I agree that there's liars and cheaters and assholes and you know. It, Propaganda is a huge piece of that. If you're going to have a democracy, you got to fucking convince the people to do something that they otherwise wouldn't. But I'm not, I, I, I'm not throwing out that there's not policy that generally works and that lots of taxes end up paying for it. And there's always going to be percentages that are steved off. But if you got another system ready to hear it, well, I'm not just, hang on. I can't just say I'm ready to hear it. I'm ready to see some kind of fucking, you know, artificial reality that you're going to build and show me that it's going to work because well, well, let's communists start with three on the island first. Tell you and then let's, communists let's would work too. Go ahead. Let's start with three on an island and then let's make it a thousand. What, yeah. Name an item and then what, what, let's go from there. I mean, like honestly, because I, because I, taxation is theft. Shit. It's morally wrong. It's let's it's go with shit. Nobody wants to clean up the shit. <laughs> Nobody. Everybody wants to cleans clean up their the own shit. shit. Yeah, everyone cleans up their own shit. They stop doing it. Somebody stops doing it. Then you get penalized if you don't clean up your own shit. You don't have to tax. Oh, well, how are you going to penalize them? Give them a spanking. Oh, who you get to do that? <laughs> no, uh, I'm not paying. So I'm wait, not wait, wait, the okay, guy who doesn't clean up, up his own shit. I'm not hitting his ass. I'm sorry. I'm leaving that. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So we we each have our own space, and you're shitting in our space. What? Yeah, you could live in your mean? own. Sh- I get, I get, okay, I, I see where both of you are coming from on, on this thing. And, uh, um, you're essentially saying you got separate islands. I'm saying we share an island and you're shit. No, no, no. We're on an island, but I mean, like, on a corner of the island. You're going into my little, little cubby area where, like, I got my little hammock and you're shitting on, like, near my hammock. Well, I'm assuming what Will's argument against this shit. is going to be, like, pollution it would affect the whole island just like it affects the whole world. And that's what I was going to say is outlaw pollution. You, I, I'm not saying that any, any like chemical factory should be able to just dump chemicals in the water and the air and like what they do. I'm the, the, the global warming carbon emission thing is it's annoying to me that that takes, and I'm not saying you're doing this, but just as the, the whole environmental movement was co-opted sometime in the like between the seventies and eighties to be instead of, worrying about like mercury and aluminum and toxins and chemicals being dumped in the water and sprayed out into the air, which we should be worried about. And is really bad. Now we're worried about like carbon, which is a building block and key component of life warming the planet instead of stuff that causes cancer. 
like the the whole global warming carbon emission thing is a red herring to distract from actual pollution. Yeah, like real, like like Teflon. I'm against work, I'm dude. against pollution, and people and companies <laughs> okay. should be penalized for pollution. But this global warming thing is just a big fucking to do about nothing, in my opinion. Work, not a climate scientist, but I've looked into it a lot. Okay, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to divulge too much. I work near this incinerator, and they can burn. They have a permit to burn anything, literally <laughs> anything. No oh questions God. asked. Yeah. yeah, see, that's fucked up. Yeah, and it's like, so what, what should we do, do you about mean anything? That? Like, I, dude, I I almost don't know. Like, it, it's, and I'm like an anarcho capitalist kind of guy. Like, I almost have some feelings about this, especially because. Like again, like we we know about like the dangers of Teflon and like the what that does to the human body, what that does to birds in the air, like that. I I I'm like I don't know, man. That's kind of weird. I I don't think that's cool. Um, and that's just one item of like, oh, okay, that's weird. Well, I I think but, we can uh, all agree, whether you believe that man-made climate change is an issue or not, that that kind of pollution and like toxins and carcinogens being being put out into the environment that kill people animals that is a bigger issue than the the earth is supposedly going right. to be one temperate one degree warmer in 10 years or whatever right so I the, agree. and that's also way bigger than shit like which we we can come back to which so let's say let's say will shits in my space <laughs> and i don't like this and it becomes a, it becomes an issue <laughs> i can build a fence And then, if Will crosses the fence, you well, can shoot him. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go right to shooting him, but I mean, it's going to be like, dude, stand your ground, man. Yeah, just go cross my fence, bro. Like, <laughs> right? But is... yeah, that's. But that's not. I mean, that wasn't my theory on uh, theory of the case. Let's say. Well, the, yeah, I mean, the problem I think the is, best... Boris. The problem with what you're saying is like, yeah, the like, the sh- that might stop the shit, but it's not going to stop the smell or the farts, like. <laughs> pollution is going to affect the whole island, whether there's a fence or not. And I think that I will agree with, like, not defending the man-made climate change thing, but yeah, like China polluting the earth or Fukushima's nuclear plant leaking into the ocean affects the whole world, not just Japan. Dude, the Fukushima nuclear plant is terrifying. I have no idea what to think about that. And I've heard, I've heard someone suggest that that was a CIA, uh, targeted earthquake yeah i like the harp like, angle because harp uh, even the guy the scientists that work at harp say it could create earthquakes yeah and like that was such a big earthquake i've never heard of another earthquake that was that big haiti was pretty crazy too yeah and so, and who benefited the clintons <laughs> yeah yeah so i mean my uh nuclear scientist wife would say that actually that was not that horrible of a situation, but really, um, yeah, it was just like in the media, it became like a overhyped. Yeah, I mean, just if you, there's I'm trying to remember, kind of like climate change, is, but well, there you go. There's a question, right? <laughs> so, but that's that's this thing, which is, are we? If we know, that, I mean, we just got to this point, right? Which is that if we think that the pollution is a real problem for lots of people, we need to do something about it. If there's dispute about it, we don't want to do anything about it until we really know, Because, and I agree with this, 
before we really know, because we can cause a lot more problems, economic problems or whatever, than are worth it. If um, possibly it almost kind of it, it could be horrible environmental problems. And if the problem is wide enough based for fucking poor people, maybe we should let that happen. I'm okay with that. I, I, I am actually on your side on that. I, I just, I think we disagree on what, you know, what level of real problem the climate change, you know, climate is. Uh, I just bring, brought up this, the Vienna Convention for the Protection of the Ozone Layer. This was a international agreement that apparently did get changes on the use of CFCs, uh, chlorofluorocarbons, uh, because they got some information from, they did some studies in the Antarctic or something, and they found out it was a real problem. The whole world came together and changed laws about what could be sold in different products. So, see, that's like, okay, that see, when something like that happens, it makes me think that like all this global warming shit. There's like the Iranian mullahs are like, oh look, we gotta. Uh, we have this global warming thing we need to push or like, I don't know if it's the Iranians. I'm just picking a cartel, sure. but like you just have, you have a, a bunch Let's of like there. interests. What's that? I'm just thinking back to the future. The Libyans. Yeah, it's literally what yeah. I was, as soon as you said Libyans, <laughs> I was like the Libyans. <laughs> yeah, the Lib- exactly. The perfect example. The Libyans. Let's say the Libyans. Exactly. Perfect. They, they have their own interests or whatever that they're trying to push for this global warming agenda. And everyone else is like, yeah, I mean, I'm not really buying that. But then like, when you really have an issue, everybody sits down and listens and goes, okay, yeah, man, I'm in. Cool, we'll, we'll sit down and talk about it. Sounds good. Hey, you give your llamas fluoride? Hell no, we don't give them fluoride. Because, I mean, that's something that really sinks in for people. <laughs> that was the perfect clip. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Now, Should we get back say, to the thing we started with? <laughs> yeah, I have a... I have a... They're shorter, but I have a couple more Randall Carlson clips if you want to finish those up. Sure. Maybe it'll load one day. You could say basically that over the last century, we have increased the amount of CO2, measurable CO2, into the atmosphere, assuming that it's all from us now. I mean, there's questions about that, too, because if there are other factors inducing global warming, such as changes in, in solar irradiance, the amount of insulation penetrating the atmosphere, and so on, it means that the oceans are warming as a result of that, okay? Oceans are a gigantic carbon dioxide sink. Uh... When they're warm, they exude carbon dioxide. When they're cold, they absorb it, right? So if you have a natural warming, it's going to expel some carbon dioxide. So it's not even clear necessarily that that 100 parts per million is totally the result of fossil fuel burning. But for the sake of argument, let's say that it is, okay? 100 parts per million, that's minuscule trace of this very important constituents of our atmosphere. You know that carbon dioxide is what fuels photosynthesis, right? And if you start reducing the amount of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere and you start, once you start dropping below 200 parts per million and you get down to about 150 to 100, photosynthesis, plant photosynthesis starts shutting down. So, I mean, if you're looking at it from a depopulation agenda, um, it's okay. not just to tax people. I mean, shit, you can just, like, if you declare a war on carbon, you're shutting down the 
the the entire uh, cycle of life, photosynthesis, and uh, the, I mean, if it's it, like it depends how far you go with it. Like, if you're just if you just get rid of human produced CO two, then yeah, things will be okay. But if you start uh, taking measures in with advanced technology that we don't necessarily have yet to reduce the amount of carbon even beyond that, then yeah, photosynthesis starts shutting down. You start having rapid cooling. Uh, you definitely would go right into another ice age. It would be a really bad thing. Very bad. Are they really trying to make the Matrix? Yeah. Well, like I mean, you, you remember uh, in the Matrix, the, the humans tried to block out the sun because the robots were um, solar powered. Solar powered. Yeah. And, and what Bill did Bill? Gates what did Bill Gates? Bill Gates on record has funded uh, projects to do what apparently was just a, cons- a crazy conspiracy theory: spraying aluminum, barium into the atmosphere that was that never happens that's just crazy that's just contrails there's no such thing as chemtrails and then it turns out like you have like bill gates and all these guys going actually you know what that's a really good idea we should spray aluminum in the sky to block out the sun i mean it's so you can't wonder, write this <laughs> you can't make this stuff up it's like what the fuck you know i just thought of something i wonder if bill gates would have an interest in doing that because they wouldn't want people to be self-sufficient and have working solar power to be off the grid. They want you on the umbilical cord of the power grid system. Well, also, they don't want uh, people to be self-sufficient off the land and be farmers. They want you eating, eating synthetic shit. But exactly. doesn't that go against the thing we were just saying, which is that if, if they're pushing you know, a climate change agenda, if they're pushing us to, to do all these things to stop that, solar is part of that. So they obviously don't, they wouldn't want solar, right? Which they seem, their effort seems right now pushing us towards solar. They don't even want to do, I mean, although Bill Gates is actually pro-nuke, but a lot of them do not want us to do nukes. They want us to do solar and wind, which is definitely independent, which you would say they would not want us to be, right? Well, that's what they so say. They, they that's, that's, the thing works. is like you... You have to separate what they say they want and what they really want, which nobody can know that for sure. But you can kind of piece together by their actions that they don't want. Uh, like in a lot of states, if you do buy solar panels and spend the money, it's still illegal to be off the grid. You still got to pay your electric bill. Right. But because like in our in state of Illinois, we just have this huge corruption thing. Right. Which is this guy Madigan, who's been in office for fucking 40 years. And basically, he's been had this huge connection with ComEd for, I think, most of that time because ComEd is the main energy supplier. It runs the grid. It's a producer as well uh, for much of Illinois. So, like, and basically it's regulated or it's, it was deregulated, regulated back and forth. And so they want to, you know, uh, make sure that people cannot get off the grid. So, I mean, OTG going OTG. lots of different interests. <laughs> Have you guys um, watched Off the Grid from um, – it was uh, Thomas Massey had a uh, – I think it's on Amazon Prime. No, I didn't see it. I haven't heard of that. It, it's really, really good. It's actually short too. It's only about 30 minutes and man, it just – it got me really fired up. I'm, I'm ready to move to Kentucky, dude. It was, it was fucking cool as shit. Hey, you'll be my neighbor almost if you're in Kentucky. <laughs> I uh, – man, it was just like he, he's just – he's doing the damn thing. He, he built his own house. Out of hmm. stone and wood in uh, 
like on the land in Kentucky. It in the house looks like a damn castle. And he like learned how to uh make the like the the structure like everything everything from uh like doing his own classes and stuff like that and then just just made the house by himself. Very cool. And it, it's like super impressive. And then uh he like raises cattle and has like ducks and shit and just like just looks like he's living the fucking dream, dude. I, I, and then he's a congressman. Ice Booberry and I were talking about it in our Blue Beam episode. Like, <clears throat> within our lifetimes, it's entirely plausible that half the society is going to, like, live in the woods and turn into the Unabomber, like, anti-technology, <laughs> and the other half is going to be, like, cyborgs with brain chips and Elon Musk and Neuralink and everything. But just to give a shout-out to uh, Noah Jindal, <laughs> little Dvorak jingle. Stuck in my head. OTG going OTG. I'm an OTG kind of guy. I can't believe all this mess happened in Iowa because of an app. Hey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dude, uh, I think that's going to happen in like <laughs> a couple like years, like yeah, very soon. Less than two decades, it would be my guess. Um, I'm going to just get, get these Randall Carlson clips out of the okay. way. I'm skipping through the middle part just to wrap to the end here. There are many factors influencing climate. Uh, of which carbon dioxide is only one. My problem with so much of the, the stuff that's coming out in mainstream media, which is coming through the intergovernmental panel on climate change, is simply that when, when they were instituted back in the early 90s by the United Nations, the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change basically gave them a mandate, which is demonstrate that humans are causing climate change, right? So, they focused exclusively on carbon dioxide, but there's all kinds of other things going on. For example, cosmic rays are constantly bombarding the Earth. It's around 1840 to 1860, we see the Little Ice Age coming to an end. And at that point, the glaciers worldwide begin to recede. They begin to contract. They've been pretty much contracting uniformly since then. So when we're talking about glacier recession, it's important to understand that the glacier recession really began a century and a half ago or more and has basically continued more or less uniformly since then with no real change with the advent of, of human uh, fossil fuel to the atmosphere, uh, human carbon dioxide, which began really in earnest during the Second <clears throat> World War, is when, when we began to add significant amounts of carbon dioxide to the atmosphere. It's important to realize that the glaciers had been receding almost a full century before that point. Bingo. And then uh, this is what I got. These are short ones, the last two or three I got. But this is this is a kicker. I like this. So, you know, at this point, there's a lot of things we still have to learn. <clears throat> when it comes down to understanding the climate, we're in the infancy. You, you can't talk to a single climatologist and come up with a one single coherent answer or agreement on what has actually provoked the planet to go into a full ice age or what has caused it to come out of an ice age. If you don't have, if you don't know that, we still have a hell of a lot to learn about how the climate works. Fair point. Yes. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, it comes down to like a lot of science that supposedly settled like the, how the pyramids were built is another example. It's like, Nobody can agree on it, and there's just, like, this narrative that gets bashed into everybody's heads, like, oh, the debate is over, which he addresses here. So I get really frustrated when I hear this claim that the debate is over. The debate is over. 
because the debate hasn't really even begun yet. We keep hearing the term climate change denier, Mm -hmm. right? Well, there's no such thing. I don't think you're going to find a single climate scientist of any persuasion that denies that the climate is changing. You know, when they talk about a tipping point, you know, are we talking about a tipping point that could trigger a climate change, a disastrous, catastrophic climate change as being a few parts, million more of CO2? Or is a tipping point really a mile-wide asteroid slamming into the Earth at 100 times the speed of a rifle bullet? That could be a tipping point, my friend. And that has happened thousands of times and hundreds of times since we humans have been here. Hundreds of times. Hundreds of times. Hundreds of times. I would hope that anyone with a brainstem would say, hey, why don't we we pull some money together? Why do we need to give it to Bill Gates? Why do we need to give it to Henry Kissinger? Why do we have to give it to the most evil fucking people in the world? We can do this ourselves. That's not where our taxes go. (laughs) Right? Uh, Well, our taxes definitely have gone to Soros a lot. The Open Society I mean, Foundation. Our taxes go to the UN, uh, which is... Our taxes go to a money pit. Yeah. Um, not all of our taxes, but yeah. Um, I mean, what would we do? We would... Some some nation, right? Or hopefully a group of nations would say... Would do some scientific study and try to figure out what the right thing to do is. I'm sure... The internet would be full of people saying these guys are all liars and it's not actually happening. And, you know, and storm and stop them from, from doing whatever they're doing because they're actually just trying to kill us all. But mm-hmm. at some point, somebody's going to try to come up with something. Elon's going to say something and Bezos with his whatever alternative plan is going to say something. And then some funding is going to happen. It's some, something's going to go on, right? And if it stops it, there's going to be people who said that it never happened. It was never actually a threat. And this was all just to pad their bottom lines. I, yeah, so and if I, it does happen, you, well, we're all dead. So fuck it. Yeah, so I think what you do is you, you, uh, you with the free market of ideas and you also with uh, good marketing, you come out, if you're Elon Musk, and you say, look, I uh, – I run SpaceX. Here's what I found. Here's what we've found through telescopes and through uh, the Hubble or whatever we've got out there. We, we've detected this asteroid. You, you, you put on the best presentation ever and you say, look, we're raising money. We're trying to save the world. And um, we're, we, we need capital. We can't do this without your help. Right. And, but that um, whole presentation, like he was talking to Nolan at the whole time. And so somebody's going to come along and say it's all fake. That was the best you ever see uh, Interstellar. It was all fake. Right. So, so, he, so wait, wait, so what about Interstellar? All fake. I'm just saying, like, there's going to be all these conspiracies about why whatever he proposes, whatever anybody proposes is all bullshit. And they're just taxing you to take your money. But it's not a tax. I think the 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 solution to this problem would be to come up with a solution that doesn't involve taxing poor people. And exactly, if it's if he's raising money, it's not a tax. That's what I'm saying. He has to come out and say, "I'm raising money to try to save the world." If he says, "I want to tax you to save the world," well, or "I want to lock you not... down and and make you not be able to do certain things," 
which yeah, is being proposed seriously by politicians across the world. I want to I want to make you wear a mask and prevent you from going to church to save the world. Well, <laughs> now you're not saving the world. It's a five hundred billion dollar program. Who's paying for that? Okay. Well, now who's we paying gotta, for that? Well, we just okay. printed what money two trillion more. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I don't. I. I. Uh, I think. Um, the world's billionaires that seem to be so concerned about this can probably figure it out if it's a real issue. Because they're the ones that seem to be the most freaked out about it. Disingenuously, I would argue, but... You don't think they build a bunker and take their chances? Uh, they probably already have. They all bought uh, a lot of property in New Zealand uh, right, in but areas they maybe where weren't... 5G is outlawed. That's convenient. Right. But maybe they weren't planning for the new, for the... For the meteor, they were planning for something else. So now they got to. Oh, they were definitely. They they knew asteroids were coming. Come on, man! They didn't forget about asteroids. <laughs> what Werner von, von Braun said uh, first: it will be a communist fake red scared communist threat. Then it'll be a terrorist threat. And he said this back in the seventies. And then he said after that, it will be a fake asteroid threat, and then a fake alien invasion to set up a global right. government. And that was the Nazi, who was then the head of NASA space program at the time said that so well right so that'll be rolled out so even so you know that'll probably happen a fake alien invasion will uh, (laughs) probably happen with our own lifetime and Tucker Carlson right Tucker yeah we just did a whole fucking five hour episode on it Uh, dude we're here like that's gonna be here Tucker Carlson will be there cheerleading it on too he is I think he's part of that whole alien like nobody loves aliens more than Tucker I, p- I played a clip on our Blue Bean episode of Tucker when Bush, during Bush's first term as president, saying, like, uh, we're on the verge of intergalactic war because George Bush agreed to build a base on the moon. Tucker Carlson <laughs> so, saying that during the Bush administration. Okay, so I I, uh, I, I got to say, one of my more uh, bizarre guilty pleasures is listening to, to natural news, Mike Adams, and... Uh, Dude, he, he I like whole... Mike Adams, man, but he's he's his predictions have just been dead wrong the last two years. He's not the health so, ranger, is he? He is the health ranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh, is. He is. So he uh, he 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 said the other day that th- this was his reporting that <laughs> Donald Trump had a a treaty with the intergalactic aliens or intergalactic. Uh, something and that was reported by Trump. the Jerusalem Post, Israel's biggest. Yeah, newspaper. I know, but and um, but it wasn't just that there was aliens; it was that Trump broke the treaty. Yeah, that was that was the because uh, I because I, I I had seen the the thing from Jerusalem Post that there was aliens. Yeah, and they and like the Trump wanted to tell the world and disclose aliens to everybody, and the alien the Galactic Federation was like, "No, you're not allowed." Yeah, and then um, and, and, the and that was thing the was, former head of Israel's space program saying that. Yes. So okay, now think about this for a second. The people who are going to make the fake alien invasion, who's it going to be? The Jews. Is that where you're getting at? Well, not the Jews. The Zionist Jews that are trying to, that have that have all the gold. I'm talking there about we the go. ultra ultra rich, the ultra 100 trillionaire. Rothschilds. I'm not talking about middle class Jews here. I'm talking about the, the ultra <laughs> uber uber Rothschilds. Like I'm not talking about 
just because someone's Jewish here. I'm talking about like specific bloodlines. I love Jews. <laughs> this is this is a very specific thing here. Shake but yeah, fingers. that's what it's going to be. <laughs> and um that's where it's going to come from. So yeah, it makes perfect sense that it would come from there. They're the chosen people. So makes perfect sense. They chosen for the alien the fake alien invasion. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, I only worship to... Zindu. Hey, is this fucking... What are we doing over here? So, oh. so what about Steve Pachenik? <laughs> that guy. Is he done? Adam's done with him, right? Adam Adam told Steve Pachenik to fuck off, is what I heard. What happened? Well, Steve Pachenik was like, they watermarked all the ballots, and Trump's gonna win the election, and it's all proven, and the military's got it taken care of, and that did not pan out, at least not so far. So Adam Curry was like, he's done listening to the military sources he has. He's done with Steve Pachinik. I think Alex is about to dump Steve Pachinik, too. Last time I saw Steve Pachinik on InfoWars, Pachinik was going on about how I, Biden has an ankle bracelet on, and that's why he's got that boot. And Alex was like, oh, come on, Doc, that sounds like some BSQ crap. He's like, but I hope it, you're wasn't right. Pa- wasn't Pachinik one of the earlier Q people? He never was, like, explicitly Q, but he's definitely in that vein. Okay. Uh, Pachinik was the original Sandy Hook, nobody died at Sandy Hook guy that pushed it on Alex's oh, show. Okay. Yeah. So I, I had, um, now Mike Adams, he had a different take on the, the ankle bracelet thing. He was saying that was somebody gave Biden the old, like, hey, you better not concede of this brace. Cause remember, um, Hillary said, as long as Biden doesn't concede, like he cannot concede to this race, like won't long before this, this whole thing, like back in like August, she said that. Okay. So I, that, <clears throat> I think for, for months now, the DOJ has been pressuring Biden to concede and surrender to basically give himself up and I think he wants to take a deal and has been wanting to take a deal this whole time because the alternative is he's going to have to take to face military tribunals. Ridiculous. <laughs> and this is the real world right here. This is Alex. not fantasy land. Shut up, Alex. And I risk my life doing this. This isn't breadcrumbs and horse shit. <laughs> Just come out, Bill. Come back to us, Bill. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> so the the the. the, uh, the 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 problem with um I'm sorry I'm done I'm <laughs> fucking being a dick I'm sorry the, the the reason he's not able to uh he hasn't been able to to take the deal is because his handlers in the CCP are like no because if you take a deal then we lose our asset which is Hunter Biden all of his people like this is do or die for them. Because they know if they lose this election, this whole thing swings as far as, like, a system of power for the CCP. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I... Okay, on one level, I agree with you. But then on the other level, this narrative is what MoFax... It's the... It's what MoFax talked about 
the sentiment with Obama's second term is except this with Trump. It's like, oh, Trump really can't take the gloves off till he gets his second term, and then it's he's then he's really going to let the globalists have it, and the mass arrests and the indictments will be unsealed. It's like Mofax was said this is what with the with uh, black people in general. This was the word on the street with Obama. It's like Obama really can't do anything for ADOS and help us out. Like he's got to play it cool, but on his second term, Obama's really going to come through and he's going to legalize weed and he's going to like give us reparations and all this shit. None of that happened. And I feel like even if Trump does get a second term, it's just going to be a big fucking letdown. And I don't want to be negative, but I man, just feel like he's had four years and he ain't done shit. I mean, he's done good things, but as far as like people need, I want to see heads roll, not literally, but I want to see people in jail. Well, hold on. I mean, like I said, Trump physically can't arrest anyone himself. <laughs> the things he can Sir, do. Sir, we love China very much. Please don't be too tough on them. The things he can do, he's done. And the things he has tried to do that he gets stopped on, that's the only thing. Like, the, the deep state stops them. It stops him on every chance he can. Like, like we talked about earlier with, with the whole gold standard thing. Imagine how much that would change the country if he, if he, if he instituted a gold standard tomorrow. Shit, if he just got the Fed audited, it'd be great. Or the yeah. economy would just completely collapse. I don't know. One of the two. <laughs> well, I think it would collapse for a minute. And then it would be great. That's what Peter Schiff talks about is like we're going to like Trump is inflating this bubble and trying to be the hype man, which like is on one level is a good thing. But it's like the longer we wait to rip off the Band-Aid, to use a phrase you were using earlier, as far as like this artificial economy, the longer we wait to rip this Band-Aid off and go back to like an actual economy that's based on something instead of just made up, um, the longer we wait, the worse it's going to be. Yeah, and, and the bigger and like the bubble's going to pop. It's one of those things where he he's negotiating all the time with these deep state traders, and he's saying, "Look, I want to do this," and they're like, "Well, no, you can't do that because I want to keep fucking everybody." And you know, they're going back and forth with whatever situation it is. And now we're at the end of this. We're at the end of the road right now. We're we're do or die. We've got what fucking ten, eleven days left. The DOD so, just came out and said the coup is the coup is not happening. As far as uh, Pelosi's coup is not happening, they're not they're not playing along with it. They they just said, they released a statement earlier. So whatever her plan is, they're not they're not playing ball. They're not letting him take. They're gonna fight him. Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. The other way around. They're they're fighting Pelosi if anybody. They're not okay. they're not on Pelosi's teams because Pelosi is is trying to write up articles of impeachment and to do the 25th amendment or whatever she's trying to do and trying yeah. to say that um I don't agree she's with trying that. to take the reins of power and uh she's also trying to get the general to she, she was she was trying to say that uh Trump's walking to or sending the people to the capital was uh, an act of insurrection or something fuck the cops yeah fuck them <laughs> yeah i don't think i mean i again i said what i think there was at least some people that were planning to, you know, stop the certification. Um, but I think that's really hard to call that some kind of coup or insurrection or anything like that. But um, question I had is what's stopping Trump from coming out and telling us all this either now or if he's no longer president, like just laying everything out. Sure. That is um, a good question. It's a great question. Um, so, I'm going to I'm going to throw out a scenario. I don't I don't know. But let's say 
what if there's a potential terrorist attack that he knows about, but he knows that, like, if he publicizes a bunch of information, people are at risk. And if he just okay, waits... There's other stuff he could say. I mean, everything outside he, and, of and that terrorist attack he could it. tell us. Well, I mean, again, and there's also, like, a bunch of other stuff he's doing that he's working on right now. Because, he, like, for example, he just bought Gab. He bought Gab? Yeah, Trump bought Gab. Is this public, or is this... Where, yeah, where are you this just happened today. Okay. Um, and I think this is part of a larger plan. I think this is why Twitter flipped the fuck out. Because he bought Gab, and I think what's going to happen as a result of this, because it's not on any app stores, he's going to say, well, now we need an app store that, that has us, so we're going to have to get some software people. Well, now... We have an app store with no hardware. Now we need to get a phone. Where are we going to make our phone? It's only, it, the only two places that the only two places that have governors that don't have um, CCP control is South Dakota and Florida. Um, it's either going to be one of those two states, I would guess, but it's going to have to be an American-made phone, and that is going to completely change the economy. There's no phones made in America. There's no parts for phones made in America. There's no right. semiconductors made in America. I would love to see a, you know, alternative technology, uh, what is it called? Up and down the chain, the full chain, um, that is independent. Supply chain, yeah. 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 You know, from, but, but I'm saying the whole thing, this, the stack, sorry, from phone to apps, right? All of this just because Trump is just going to be on a social network. Yeah, I mean, I've been saying the Fediverse thing. He needs to start a server on the Fediverse, but you know. Yeah, this is like a different way to, to do that. This is um, it, he was gonna he was looking at the parlor thing, but apparently their servers are on Amazon, and right. uh, Amazon is already ready to shut off parlors uh, servers. Right, but see, the, the thing that I have about the Fediverse is that if he would have if he would have explained, I mean, you know, you have some complaints about it. A lot of people have complaints about how well it works, and you know, and usability, different things like that. But if he would have um, explained that while he was on Twitter, you know, and, and try to kind of be nice a little bit, maybe so they wouldn't kick him off. But if he had explained that this is a decentralized system, you know, that I'm starting a server on there, you know, my, my stuff will be on this server. You can come and join this server and you don't have to join this server. You can still follow me from some other server. Basically, he would have exposed the whole, you know, corrupt system of how Twitter basically runs its business. And he could have mm -hmm. basically, I think, taken down Twitter just by being on the Fediverse, you know, and, and, and constantly explaining, you know, or giving links to at least how, you know, why it's a better model and why, you know, it's it's uh, it's anti-monopoly, which is what these assholes are. So. I, I agree with you. I think, but, but that's why I think this is a step further. And put some money behind it too. But well, I think this is a step further because I think, if I'm right, I don't know this. Like I said, I, I'm guessing this because I, I don't think Trump is going to want an app, a, a social media service that doesn't have an app, and then he's sure. going to want an app that doesn't have a phone. Like it doesn't make any sense. So this you mean they're just going to cut him off wherever they need to, at any right, level they they need to get below him? Yeah. So that's going to bring the entire supply chain to the United States. And can you imagine, like right now, we just had 75 million people 
that just voted for Trump because there's so many people in the Midwest right now that don't have any work to do because the entire economy has been completely sucked out of the country and they're all in China. All the jobs are in China. China's economy is booming right now. They've never had so much work. Uh, they, they're building oil refineries like crazy. They're, they, they can't keep up with what they have going on over there. They're the only economy that's growing right now. Every other economy is in decline. And then Trump is going to go buy Gab. And then basically, I, I think he's going to basically start all the supply chains from scratch effectively. Like he, he may not own these things, but he's going to be able to start the infrastructure for all of this indirectly. I think, yeah, I think that's a lot to be able to get going. Um, I, you know, like, I think if he's, I don't think he has he's to, on it, a, it almost takes, all he has to do is buy Gab and then the rest of it builds itself because it would just be like people are going to, if you build it, they will come. Right. Depending on the, on the demand. But like, what was his follower, his followers number? And then not all those people are going to say, I'm going to use this other thing just because him and his top people are on it. Right. So, I mean, this is, this is the problem I have with the Fediverse, which is I can, I can tell people, Hey, you know, what you really should do is you should use Twitter, but then you should also use the Fediverse, you know, because over time what we can do is if more people doing that at some point, we can basically turn off Twitter. But I, that, that doesn't work. <laughs> and, and, you know, and he's not, and he's not even like, that's just going to be his own thing on there. Like I, I don't know how many people outside of his most devoted people are going to decide, well, I'm also going to be on this thing and I'm going to be on this. Most of them, I think, you know, are just going to say, well, it sucks. You know, maybe I'll, I'll see what somebody clicks on and, you know, shares over here, but I'm, I'm not spending, you know, a, half of my time or whatever, one-tenth of my time on this other network where I'm only following, let's say, 10 people or something. I think I think, I think one of the biggest mistakes Trump made, and he made quite a few, but one of them was staying on Twitter so long when he should have just brought all his people over to another platform two years ago when the censorship really started kicking in. I think he made the right move here the whole time because he had a giant following there, and his whole thing was this is – this is basically the presidential address. Like, you know how it used to be on the radio in the 40s, and it used to, then it went to the TV, and then now it's Twitter. So this is, this is the way he talks to the country. He, this is the, the way that he got the most eyeballs to, to, to make sure everyone could see whatever the president was talking about. Right. And that, that, this, this, the, the whole reason he did this and, and stayed as long as he could is so everyone could see these corporate monopolist fucks had the balls to ban the president of the United States. Well, I don't know. And now he's going to be able to take that by gab and then I think restart the supply chains for something that doesn't even exist in this country right now, which is for semiconductors, for phones, for all this shit, because he has one of the biggest followings in the country. Like, as far as engagement goes. Actual, real engagement. Yeah. I... I don't know. Because he's the actual... Because like, he's, he's the president. He's not just, like, a personality that's... Like, you can live or live with or without. Like, he's the president. So, what he does... Right, but he won't be all the, the news people have to know. 
Right. But he won't be the pre- I mean, well, no, he's going to be the president he'll... for the next 50 years, man. <laughs> you are if, if he's not the this, president, you this... don't think it... Yeah, if he's not the president, it doesn't matter, but Okay. I think he's going to be the president. I think even if he's not the president, like he's I mean, he <clears throat> they they made this point, you know, I think right after like the the no, episode of No Agenda right after the election, it was like November 4th or 5th or whatever. They made a good point. I think Dvorak brought up. He's like, Trump's already done his job. Like, he exposed how biased and he exposed the deep state. He got that into the mainstream consciousness. Um, he exposed how biased and corrupt the media is. I mean, he's really already done his job as far as just uh, red pilling, for lack of a better term, the American people. Um. So if if he's not the president, he doesn't. Assuming that Joe Biden becomes president in eleven days or however many days it is, Trump's still going to have a big following and still going to have a lot of sway, just from a uh, culture standpoint. I I, yeah, I mean he, I agree with yeah, that. I I wonder if he's not going to do some kind of. Is he going to do a news outlet though too? Or he should start a podcast. <laughs> I'm serious. That'd be cool. I'd listen to it. Yeah, Especially so like be all busy the being president. What's that? I really do. As I think president, he's busy okay. being president. Okay. I'm, yeah, I mean, but you're right, you're right on the red pilling, but <laughs> this is the question, right? It's the malice, right? Is but you don't take the whole fucking bottle. <laughs> that's that's the concern that I that I, the concern that I, I worry that he's doing to a lot of people. And you know, if if people weren't aware that shit is fucked up, I'm glad that he made them aware. If they're no longer trusting anybody except people who agree with them. That's what I'm worried about. So, yeah, there's a lot of that on both ends of the spectrum. Oh, uh, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, I mean, this this was from like the original Republican primary debates in 2015. This was a this I think this was the red the, the biggest red pill moment um, that probably won him the election, but also just. Uh, Optics wise, this he bodied Jeb Bush, and this was where it happened right here. This was incredible. Mr. Trump, take thirty seconds. Well, let, let me just—you know—he wants to be a tough guy. A lot of times, you'll have, you'll have, and, and it doesn't work very well. With How that. tough is it a to lot take of a times, property you, from an elderly talk, woman? Let me talk. Quiet. How a tough lot is of it? times. A lot of times. That's all of his donors and special interests out there. <laughs> so what it is that's what and by the way let me just tell you we needed tickets you can't get them you know who has the tickets for the i'm talking about to the television audience donors special interest the people that are putting up the money it is the rnc told us we have all donors in the audience and the reason they're not loving me the reason they're not excuse me the reason they're not loving me is I don't want their money. I'm going to do the right thing for the American public. I don't want their money. I don't need their money. And I'm the only one up here that can say that. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's really good. And then it, this one, this is another good one. This was the, uh, I don't think a lot of people saw this, but the the dinner they had where him and Hillary roasted each other, um, it was right after the That was third, more than a roast. Yeah, it was right after Hillary's was weak as fuck, but yeah, it was right after the uh, third debate, I believe. 
and and they this was uh bringing it back to Haiti uh, this was wild I wasn't really sure if Hillary was going to be here tonight because I guess you didn't send her invitation by email or maybe you did and she just found out about it through the wonder of WikiLeaks We've learned so much from WikiLeaks for example Hillary believes that it's vital to deceive the people by having one public policy and a totally different policy in private. That's okay. I don't know who they're angry at, Hillary. You're right. For example, here she is tonight in public pretending not to hate Catholics. Now, if some of you haven't noticed, Hillary isn't laughing as much as the rest of us. That's because she knows the jokes. And all of the jokes were given to her in advance of the dinner by Donna Brazil, which is <laughs> Everyone knows, of course, Hillary's belief that it takes a village which only makes sense after all in places like Haiti where she's taken a number of them. <laughs> where she's taken a number of them. Thank you. <laughs> they boo him and he goes, "Thank you." <laughs> I mean, it's just impossible not to love the guy when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah, speak the truth to power. Um, I don't know. You guys, a number of them. (laughs) That was that was savage. Um, That was ballsy. Yeah. Anyway, um, I don't know. You guys got anything else we should cover here before we wrap this baby up? We're about two and a half hours Uh, in. Yeah, I don't know. Um, did we want to hit anything more on the actual sixth? I don't know. We can. We can circle back to where we started. That's cool. I did, I have a clip on that that I still haven't played. Uh, or yeah, you guys go ahead wanted... and play. Let's see where we go from there. Go for it. So... I th- hopefully, I'll have it lined up in the right spot. I was I was there. I was um, I stayed near the uh, Washington Monument. I had a lot of gear. It's Matt Brack. And I didn't want to go through security or anything like that, where you've got to you know lose your backpack and your stu- your flags and pol- flag poles and stuff. So I stayed up on the hill near the Washington Monument. With binoculars, I could see the stage, and with the, you can also see the big screens. But I could also see the Capitol. And even you know, while Trump was still speaking, the crowds were gathering at the Capitol. So it wasn't like Trump's crowd moved down and invaded the Capitol. The invasion force was already at the Capitol. So as soon as Trump ended, they started swarming the Capitol. So unfortunately... This is going to go down, I think, as Trump's greatest blunder, because if you say, now let's go to the Capitol, even if you say peacefully, they'll cut that out. So you say, you can put a clip together of Trump saying, let's go to the Capitol, cut it there. Then you show the worst you know, clips from the Capitol uh, occupation or attempted occupation. And, did it, uh, and to the American Oh, that's mind, exactly it, what they did. Trump's like, let's peacefully go down there. Trump, they, they, they asked me, go peacefully lead them, Alex. And then he's going to pull up and, and wave. 
But then, by, but, but before you ever finished your right, they were already rioting down there, so it never happened. And it's not just Antifa. Why would Trump want Look, this anyways, Matt? This is the worst thing ever. It's the worst. But we walked right into an ambush. Bill Whittle has Can you pause a it? very good... Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the point that we kind of touched on, right? It's the worst thing ever if it ends up the way it did. But what was it all just theater? Did he I actually think, not want to? Did he not hang on? Did he not want to stop the the certification? That was not the impression I got. I think it was that I thought the and and everyone that like organized the rally it was just let's just show up peacefully voice like just show you know just like any protest show that there's a lot of people that are behind a movement in this case a movement to make sure that like the elections were fair i didn't hear anybody before i mean maybe i just wasn't looking in the right places but no no conservative or uh trump person that i know of was saying we need to enter the capital and stop the vote from happening it was just let's show up in numbers and show that like back the politicians that are challenging the vote give like show that they give them the courage by showing the people have their back to contest this election did you see there was no talk of entering the capital that i heard beforehand did you see that post i sent you from neon revolt that morning i think so remind me i went through a bunch of them that you sent me um that so that morning uh code monkey z had posted a bunch of things Uh, it was a three-part series on um on mike pence basically being the deep state's insurance policy. So there's been a lot of talk about how Peter Strzok had said, like, don't worry, we'll stop Trump. Don't worry. You know, we've got an insurance policy. He was saying this to Andrew McCabe, and he was saying this to uh, Lisa Page. And these are all deep state players in the FBI. And um, the, the insurance policy, we think now is probably mike pence and that that was basically what they were alluding to in this whole uh neon revolt post but he's the guy um, who won't go along with the 25th amendment so far correct so it sounds like this was a double cross um on pence's end pence maybe has it sounds like pence is a bad guy is a he's a red hat I've never really and trusted Pence like, or understood why Trump picked him. Well, I I don't think I don't think see that's the thing. I think I think the military like Flynn went to Trump and said, "Look, I need you to become a Freemason. I need you <laughs> because you have a giant following." Wouldn't Wouldn't Trump already you, a Mason? I don't know this. I'm guessing this. I need you to go through this whole process. I'm going to tell you how to do this. I, I'm in the NSA. I'm going to tell you how to do all this bullshit to get through all this bullshit to how you're going to deal with these people that you need to deal with. I know all the people in the Middle East. I know all the people here. I'm going to tell you the, the right things to say. I'll get you through to the presidency. And then when we get through there, here's the plan because we have this goal that we need to get to. And then... That's, Wait, who was saying what? Who? who I, Flynn, I think I, Flynn. I think Flynn brought this to Trump. Well, it seems pretty clear that Is Trump that's... was recruited by the military to run in the first place. 
That's what I think happened, yes. Yeah, it seems Isn't... that seems apparent. Okay, I got a bunch of questions. If that's true, and the people who voted for him didn't know that, isn't that kind of weird? Like, isn't that problematic? A lot of people who voted for him think that. But, I mean, if I were to run for office, and I didn't, and I was saying a bunch, you know, I was saying whatever I wanted, you know, and I might actually do those things too, but then there was this grand secret conspiracy thing that I was going to pull off. Like, isn't it weird to, like, not tell the people who are going to elect me, like... I, I, well, the, it, gra- it, the it, grand secret, the grand secret conspiracy is to free us from China. Also, so the idea is that those people who who voted for me want me to do it. They just don't know it. It's like it's like it's yeah. like Tim Cook selling or Steve Jobs selling selling. They don't know what they want yet. Well, so I'm going to do it. Look anyway. at it this way: um, the last president we had that talked openly about secret societies being a problem, and who said he wanted publicly said he wanted to splinter the CIA into a thousand pieces. Uh, he w- he had his head blown off by the CIA in broad daylight in Dallas. Into right. a thousand pieces. Yeah, so <laughs> you can't, that can't be your, you can't necessarily be up front with your strategy when, especially uh, in this kind of environment. So it's justified, I mean, and I kind of, I guess I may kind of agree with you, it's justified if you are going after a corrupt system that you know you basically can't go you can't address it directly you have to go around it so and that's why there's Q that's why there's what and that's why Q and therefore okay. Q the other that's question why, and that's why and that's why we're and that's why we're here that's why we have all this thing and that and that's why and so you look at Trump and you're like why does this guy even exist this guy is a buffoon this guy doesn't make any sense you look at the media you look you, I mean I even look at the guys and I'm like oh god he makes me cringe but then you you put Trump plus Q plus Flynn plus Code Monkey Z plus Lynn Wood plus Sidney Powell and then the whole thing makes sense then you take out Alex Jones. You take out all these other people that are disinformation agents. See, I'm the opposite. And, I think Q's the disinfo, but right. But, but that's because you're. That's because you have these. But people the thing is, without Alex Jones, you away, like there is. But the thing is, like I'm not. You look I'm at not those saying Trump, Alex Jones is never right. No, but I'm like, not saying as he's far not. as getting <clears throat> as far as getting Trump elected in in the first place, look at the, all the Trump rallies from 2015. A third of the people in the crowd had Infowars shirts on. Without Alex Jones, Trump likely wouldn't have won. Yeah, and he and he and he was on the. I, I heard Trump on Infowars. That, right, that was yeah. like one of the first times I, I I heard him like doing political stuff was on Infowars for sure. I used to. I mean, I used to listen to so Alex if, Jones regularly. If, I just that's that's my thing. I know is, there's is a if, lot of if disinfo Alex Jones is a dif- disinfo agent, and so is it's like it, Roger Stone and Trump are also um, part of that. Psyop, like to me, if if Alex is leading people astray, then so is Trump. Not necessarily. Um, I I think it's possible that you've got you you can have different levels of this stuff. I don't know what to think about Roger Stone. I don't know a lot about him, so I don't don't want to speak about him. I like a lot of what he says. Like I really don't want to speak about him at all. Like I just really don't know. I've not I've never watched any videos about him. I just don't know the guy at all. Um, I definitely don't. I mean, I don't know any of these people personally at all. Period. So, 
Um, but when I'm just as an outside observer, like you, you've got Isaac Cappy even even suggesting like Alex Jones is probably a pizza gator, who I I think is pretty credible. You're Cappy, saying he's a pedophile? Yeah, he's he, yeah. Okay. That's why right. that's why he that's why he poo poos the cue so much. But he was exposing Epstein. Fifteen years before Q was a thing. Sure, because he knew nothing was going to happen. I mean, Can I, I throw two more questions into the mix. Yeah, kind and of he also gets subject. to make it look ridiculous too. I will say it was interesting. Lynn Wood was uh, talking about having access to Isaac Cappy's kill switch. He already he already exposed it. Yeah, I didn't click on those he, links. He, he I did provided not Isaac Cappy's kill switch. <laughs> No, I'm saying I'm just letting you know it's already out there. He he exposed yeah. Isaac Cappy's kill switch on. Can you say who Isaac Cappy is? Parlor. He Isaac Cappy uh, Isaac is Cap- a Hollywood actor who was accusing and claiming to have evidence in a dead man switch where if something happened to him, this uh, information on political and Hollywood pedophiles would come out. He was he's in he's been in Marvel movies. He's he's not a you know a list actor, but he's you know in movies. And he said okay. Seth Green's a pedophile, Tom Hanks rapes kids, all this stuff. And uh, he said he was not suicidal, and then he jumped off a bridge and killed himself uh, hmm. right around this time. And it's apparently Lynn Wood, I, the Trump lawyer, had access to Isaac Cappy's kill switch. I did not look at it. I'm assuming there was – what I don't know. Did you what, – what, what exactly did he – did that Lynn Wood release as far as Isaac Cappy's kill switch? I didn't click the links, took, but I saw he, it. He took a – he took a screenshot showing that it had something about uh, Justice John Roberts' yes, uh, yeah, folder yeah. on there. Yeah. So I'm I I I'm thinking there's going to be a bunch of stuff coming out soon. Or so he didn't actually release these files anywhere yet. No, no, no. He 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 released the password to get into it. So if anyone wants to do their own research, they can go into the Tor network and do it. I'm not doing it myself. Yeah, exactly. But, That's a, it's like a. That's something I don't need to see. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, and even if, yeah, again, I mean, you have to. I guess if you're a journalist, then you have protection. But that's not something like I think viewing most of those files, if they're real, would be illegal. Okay. Yeah. You'd have to. You'd have to like call the FBI and say like I'm doing yeah. research on this. That's what Matthew. But even Matthew right Buddha's, now, uh, had, like gets in contact with a lot of lawyers before he does his like PizzaGate or PedoGate uh, investigative stuff because you know he's. Digging up like you know, uh, child porn, and he had, like he had that. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you have to like really be careful if you really want to get to the bottom of some of this stuff. And I'm not comfortable. I don't even want to see it, even if I did some kind of, have some kind of hero complex where I wanted to bust it wide open. It's like, I just just not. I don't need that shit in my psyche. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. So, um, at midnight on the. 8th, I believe it was. Maybe it was the 8th going into the 9th. I can't remember. General Flynn, uh, on Parler, uh, tweeted out or parlayed, whatever you want to call it. He said, release the Durham report. And that doesn't mean what everybody thinks it means because John Durham isn't doing a fucking thing. That old fucking fart is a useless piece of trash. He's, uh, he's just like Bill Barr. Yeah. He was appointed by Bill Barr because he's not doing anything. Um, and, Durham actually is where uh, 
I believe, the city where Sidney Powell was born. So that's kind of like a wink and a nod of like, that means it's on. Like they're, they're taking over now. And that was at the same time that Trump also appointed Space Force to be one of the uh, intelligence agencies that have full access to intelligence reports, just like the CIA and everything else. And they have full declassification of everything. Um, I don't know how many people are really in Space Force. I'm, I'm like, everyone makes it seem like Space Force is giant. I really wonder if Space Force is really just like five guys. If it's like Burgers Code Monkey Z. Yeah, seriously. Now, I really wonder if it's like Code Monkey Z and, uh, Patrick Byrne, Sidney Powell, and like Flynn. <laughs> and then they put out like these advertisements of like all these Air Force videos. And they're like, join Space Force. And if it's actually just like them and they're calling it Space Force. I had a, I put in my Q glasses, uh, my Q goggles for that into that Blue Beam episode. I had a whole Space Good. Force theory. Um, <laughs> I won't spoil I it, but yeah, it's at the end of that episode. Uh, yeah, no, I uh, I had a di- totally different take on Space Force. Space Force. I think I say <laughs> either either it's a whole. I mean, it, maybe if it is, um, maybe it is what you say. If it's not, though, you would think it's mostly secretive, and we have spaceships, and we're doing shit out in space. Well, I I think there's a, there's a combination of things. Part of it is I I know. We need um, our own DOD satellites that that do things that we were like. I I believe also that one of the one of those Space Force satellites was actually hijacked and used to to rig the election, and um, the Italians were involved in that. And that's something that's going to be coming out. Hey, spaghetti keep, in the meatballs. All roads lead to Rome. Um, <laughs> It's going to relate to the Vatican can, potentially. We'll, we'll find out. Can about I ask that, one more? Though. Another question. Sure. Um, if there, okay, you believe that he won, that Trump won the election, right? Definitely. Okay. I do too. If, I mean, I, I mean, depending on what you mean by one, I think he was cheated yeah, out of it. That's but. what I would. Right. I don't know what else to how to clarify that in any way, but. Um, so the certification should not have gone forward, right? Yeah, it was a fraudulent certification. Okay. Do you, I mean, if I remember listening to some of you guys' episodes before, does, doesn't that at some level justify, you know, some kind of 1776 response to try to stop, violently stop the people who knowingly are making it happen? Thomas Jefferson said the uh, tree of liberty must be watered by the blood of patriots and tyrants. That is not the ideal scenario, though. We would like to have a peaceful revolution. (laughs) Like I said, I I personally recommend people uh, form their own militias defensively and uh, shop at farmer's markets and uh, try to get out of this corrupt system. Okay. But you could see how some could make that mental jump to say this is something that is you know illegally taking over our government taking away our uh democratic republic whatever we want to call it i know it's not democracy whatever but they're taking it away mm-hmm. and we are justified in violently stopping them from doing so 
I think that's could, uh, been justified the since, since the deep state killed Kennedy. I think it's been justified since then, uh, logically. Um, right. So, so the people who are who who did number, you know, who were involved on the sixth going in, if they were going to try to violently make it happen, but I they mean, didn't bring any weapons into the Capitol. And they kind of, they didn't even leave the, they walked in between the ropes. <laughs> like, it was some like, of them did. I watched that live. They, they, some of them started to, and then they started, like, then they were going different places. There was shit scrawled on, you know, diff, uh, there's the one picture you could see of whatever, kill the media or something. Um, you know, there's, and there's, yeah, obviously the windows were broken. There, there were a number of things that were. Sure, but it was way tamer like than any of the, you know, protests we've seen over the last eight months um as far as i mean i get i get that it, i don't think it was a good move for them to go into the capital i think it was it hurt the movement that they supposedly were trying to represent um but i mean it's i mean if you'll know it if you're if if there's an armed revolution it's going to be a lot different than that that's for sure yeah, that was not an armed revolution. That was that was, uh, that was a child's play. That was a fucking joke. Yeah, yeah, that was a fucking joke. I mean, I, okay. I feel I I don't even know what to think about that young lady that that um that that got shot because yeah. Number yeah, she, one, I don't was, even know if she got shot. There were five deaths, and I've only heard about that one. Right. It makes me wonder if the other ones even happened, or if they're just claimed, or if they like. It, there's, there's so much weirdness going on because, because there's all these people running around in all these Q shirts. And I'm like, okay, this, like, the media just loves this shit on Q. I really don't know how many people are going to be going to DC in their Q shirts. <laughs> um, especially, like, rushing into the Capitol with the, with their Q shirts on. It just seems like such an event. I don't know. What, and what's then, the reason? What's the reason to think just because we didn't see guns that they didn't have guns? Well, um, they didn't. Brand, I mean, we did. I go. What's the? What's the? I feel like you could say that about anything. Just I mean, because we didn't sealed, see it, but they weren't. But just because we didn't see it doesn't mean that you could we ask that about anything. We didn't see it. That doesn't mean it's not there. But I mean, if they if they were they were not they would have if they were trying to intimidate the uh, politicians in the Capitol building. With guns, they would have been brandishing them in the open. Right, but they didn't get to a politician, right? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I get. I mean, it's a fair point, but I just, I. Uh... I mean, I'm not bringing out a gun. If 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 a bunch of guys are walking around like kind of lackadaisical, and I'm the guy with the gun, like I'm not bringing it out until I'm in a situation where I can do something with it, right? I don't. All the people I saw in there, in in the cap, the the people that were busted it open were all wearing matching uniforms and had backpacks and then they didn't go in the building they just cleared the way for everybody else i don't know who they were i would imagine like a black block yeah. scenario some or some kind of operatives who knows i who knows who they were working for i would imagine they were working for the left but that's debatable um but the people that actually went in the building looked like they were just kind of like oh, like larpers like they were just like goofy i mean they were I I don't think anybody I, could look at those guys and honestly consider them a threat. Yeah, I really I mean, the think the, the, the first wave. Are... If you look at if I mean the fact that the police let them in number one, that tells you right there that this this was some kind of an event. And then, mm -hmm. but they didn't. I hang think on, the first wave was Antifa. 
they didn't and let them all we, in. There's a number of videos where they're there's there's the one that I saw where there's like the barricade and they push it over and like the female cop falls to the ground. They actually yeah, have some guys but helping her. There's other videos where they're let they open the gates and let them in. They got the first right, wave of right. police. They like beat down and were getting pepper sprayed. That was the guy in the orange hats that like later okay. didn't go inside. But later, there's like, another the one Capitol where there's police a side are waving door. them through, and then when they're leaving out the back of the or out the Capitol, the police are like waving them out and not apprehending any of them when they're leaving the building. Right. And and then and then there was that. I mean, there was definitely like Trump supporters that definitely went into the Capitol. I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to say like that didn't happen because it definitely did. Oh, for um, sure. And then, like, I think there was it was a bunch of people just operating on adrenaline. I don't think any of them were planning on yeah. hurting anybody. Like the people that went inside the Capitol were just mostly goofballs, Trump supporters, and just jackasses, in my view. Well, and it, 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 it's a big difference between someone who just walked in the lobby and looked around after the door was busted open, which is mainly what we you saw. Know what I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah there was a point where like. It, it, once the door is busted open and you've got like a thousand people in there, it's it's a big giant difference between that and like what happened where you have this jo- this just little cubby area and you have this this the, the young lady who got shot potentially. So the, I don't know if you guys are aware of this. Yeah, I saw the video. That apparently, it was, gra- it was graphic. Um, so she apparently got shot on staged. the right side of her neck. Yeah. And the guy shot from the left side from her so left either, side correct so either there would have been there would have had to have been some kind of a shrapnel but or, it, but or the shot, right side of her neck was the exit wound well then but but hang on hang there on there was no that, entrance then because it looked like it was only on the one side i haven't looked into this enough i guess i'm just talking about my ass so what i saw is kind of what you're saying where he's there's a doorway right and they had broken through the glass of, of on the door mm-hmm. and above the above the door yeah right and she is kind of um from the angle that i saw she's kind of harder to see because there's some other guys to her left but then if you through the doorway is where the where the cop is and he's uh. got the gun and you can see basically if you're look scanning i don't like think on the he was a cop i think right, he was private security Sure, private security, but the guy's holding out the gun. You can see him holding out the gun. You got the other guys who are kind of, you know, of the doorway, facing away from us. One guy's kind of on the left, and she's on the right. They're trying to get through this doorway. They seem to have broken the glass. It's very easy that she's kind of trying to crawl through. She's probably the smallest. And then she's kind of hanging in a weird way, and she gets shot in the right. Like, that to me is not crazy and what i have heard multiple people say is that that is one of the main doors that they constantly go through um to get to to the chambers yeah so that i've been was in like, that building and it's that was like the inner the intersection they could let them roam outside of that but as they start to that that's one of the next steps to getting to where the politicians would be so that's and why in that I guess video i did not I'm see not i did not how... see them giving them any warnings to to retreat or saying, "Hey, we'll shoot if you keep coming." Also, why don't we know the name of the guy that shot her? What's up? Why? That's, that's the craziest part to me. Why do we know nothing about this guy? Why has he not been? Uh, is he going to get identified? Is he not only identified? Is he going to get in any legal trouble for shooting an unarmed woman? I just don't understand. I don't think he. Ha- I don't think he gets in trouble for that. Like, I, he's he's protecting like. 
I don't know. You shot an unarmed no, person. I, like we we, we there is now like, after, cops, the, after cops this go whole on trial for shooting a guy like people that are exactly. chasing them with knives. And this guy is getting summer. off scot free for shooting an unarmed woman for trespassing. He has no he has no idea that she's unarmed. He has no idea that the rest of the people around there are unarmed. As far as he's no he's he knows, right? There are people who have, you know, gotten through security in in not the not the correct way that you're supposed to go through security. And there are people there are politicians who are trying to, you know, conduct the 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 certification of the next president. And he knows that the people outside of that who want to get in do not want that to occur. I don't know what else you're asking for for him to like. There's a, there's another video of a cop if the, who if the political who, who the crowd is were... coming on and he's trying to beat him. He wants to beat him with a stick, and then he like keeps backing up and he runs up the stairs. I don't know if you saw that video, but he keeps like taking a step back, like I'm gonna hit you, I'm gonna hit you, and the guy just keeps walking forward and he keeps turning around and running up and then stopping again and it's like I'm gonna hit you, and then the crowd just keeps walking up. I don't know what you're supposed yeah, to do but at that's, that point. He that, starts that, hitting a guy. A, that's not that what that woman was doing. And okay, if the, you have to admit that if that's, this that's if the, the political aisles were reversed, doing. let's say this that the election had gone a different way, just reverse right. all the political things, and let's say it does, she doesn't even have to be a black woman. Let's just say that woman was a Biden supporter. That dude right. would be on blast that shot her, big time. He'd I be doxed. Oh no! I, yeah, he'd be doxxed. I, I think I think for sure that His guy house would, would be, be burned down. Yeah, it would be it would and and he would be like persona. He'd be uh, more famous than that cop that kneeled on George Floyd's neck. I think. I mean, we obviously it's hypothetical, I right. but I mean, uh, the, uh, to me, but, it's it's very shady that we don't know anything about the guy that but, shot. Uh, what's her name? But here's the thing, too. So I I don't know if you guys saw one of my last tweets that I what I before I got purged, I, um, I had noticed in watching the video again and just kind of analyzing it, that the guy that was with her that, that had done the video, he had a backwards hat, which, um, everyone had sent, had, had been like, cause I, you know, I was one of the people that was planning on going down. Everyone was, was, that was planning on going down had been sending, uh, messages to each other that Antifa people are wearing backwards hats. That's how they're identifying each other to each other is they're wearing backwards hats. So that's kind of like saying, letting you know to yourself, like don't wear a backwards hat. You're going to look like an Antifa person. So that means like if you're, if I'm getting that message and I'm just one random person, I'm sure almost everybody out there is getting it. So there's like, if this guy is, there's no way this guy doesn't know this. And also he's wearing a mask. Yeah, the masks That's are very big. weird to me. The, the masks are weird. That's All a, the guys that broke into the Capitol were wearing masks and had the same outfits and backpacks also when they were breaking into the capitol all the trump supporters around them were saying telling them yelling at them to stop and saying like that's antifa that's antifa yelling it there's there's video of this from all over different angles saying like that's antifa they're breaking in a couple trump supporters like tackle the main guy that was like first breaking into the capitol and like all the trump supporters cheer they're they're like like i'm not saying there were no trump supporters trying to break into the capitol but all the videos you see of the initial break-in, the Trump supporters were saying, that's Antifa, and saying, don't go in, don't break in. I mean, I I'm telling know. you, like, Trump that people doesn't mean it was do Antifa, but that means the Trump supporters that were at, there at the onset were not the ones wanting to go in to the Capitol. That's for, for sure confirmed, because I've seen tons of video of it. Do you enough? 
to storm the Capitol is not wearing a mask. Who is? What? A Trump person that's crazy enough to storm the Capitol is not scared of COVID and wearing a mask. Is he scared of being caught on camera? Well, that's well, the thing is the people that were wearing masks, none of them went into the Capitol. They, they, they busted, they busted through the barricades, busted like through the building to get into the Capitol and then retreated and did not enter the building. Like none of the people that in that like blew the hole open okay. to get in there went into the Capitol and they were all wearing masks and had matching uniforms and backpacks. That's all on video. So that it's who, who you're were saying, these people? You're saying there's they, a group? There's a group who busted in, none of them went in, but then there's another group who went in and they were all matching? No, no, no. The people that 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 um busted that got through the police line, it was all those dudes in orange beanies, like ten okay. guys or so. And the and the the what some people say are anti I don't know, black block antifa, maybe they were right wingers, I don't know. Uh, actually, um right. oh, I already closed it out because we got Deep in, <laughs> deep. I, I figured we were past the that breakdown, but yeah, I had the some of the video pulled up. But I'll I'll put that whole uh, thing in the show notes. That whole okay. yesterday's Infowars broadcast because they play tons of footage documenting all this stuff. Um, it, it was none of the people who got through the police initially or broke into the broke the, uh, through into the Capitol building initially went inside the Capitol. They did that and then re- and then retreated back and kind of slithered away leaving like the other people like morons wandering around to wander in none of the people that broke through initially went into the building they were all wearing masks they had matching outfits that's all on video i don't know who they were working for i would imagine the left could have been the right i might be wrong but they were definitely on a mission and they accomplished it the guy there were there was a guy that got through that did that doesn't seem to fit that de- description that that guy looked like Brett Favre was wearing like Wrangler jeans and who was on he <laughs> was at Pelosi's desk but uh, oh yeah but yeah. he also he also had like 11 Molotov cocktails with him and two handguns oh yeah that old he guy didn't seem like a he didn't seem like a regular like uh I have just, no doubt that there were some like whack job Trump supporters that were also totally in the wrong that just got I mean, with that went there with bad intentions. Sound like Trump supporters. I mean, I'm there's a, Trump supporters is a, like what's that thing Joe Rogan says? Like out of a hundred people, there's at minimum going to be one fucking retard. So like, right. there's yeah, definitely no, sure. some idiot Trump like, supporters I'm, that I'm are going to do some dumb shit. But like, hundred percent. I guess bottom I just, line, I the point I'm trying to make cocktail. is this march on the Capitol, even though it's being presented this way, I was following the whole, all the people like organizing and leading this thing. And knew a bunch of people that in, either went or intended to go. There was no talk of we're going to break into the Capitol building and we're going to stop the vote from happening. The sentiment overall was we're going to make our we're going to show up in numbers peacefully and we're going to make our, show uh, support for the politicians that are going to contest this vote. Sure, sure. There was I, no. I guess there was just there was, and I'm sure there was some people that wanted to do that, but it was. Like it was not the goal of that rally by any means, and it was not Trump's goal either. Hundred percent, and I I completely agree with. I'm just like there's like little things that I I hear, and I'm like, all right, that just tips me off. This is this is like it. When I hear Molotov cocktail, I'm like, that's that doesn't sound like a Trump supporter. Like a Trump supporter, if you have a crazy Trump supporter, like a crazy one, that's going to do like 
terroristic shit. Like, he's not going to have a Molotov cocktail. He's going to have a pipe bomb. I'm just, just, just like a, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just guessing. Maybe I, you could have I a Molotov that, cocktail. I think they're easily, like, there was a lot of Trump supporters there, and I guarantee you some of them were unhinged, but that's not representative of the goal of that rally, is my point. I'm sure there were some idiot Absolutely. Trump supporters there. There's idiots in every group, and there's generally, in a lot of groups, good people. I'm sure. Even if you took like all of Antifa, like I'm sure there's. Right. <laughs> even if you took all of Antifa, I'm sure there are. Did you say like the Mexicans? Yeah, like Trump says about the Mexicans. No. <laughs> I'm sure, there's yeah. some of them are good people. Oh yeah, I'm sure some of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, not, no, I'm sure even exactly in Antifa, you could find good people, well-intentioned people that are just misled. You know. See here, this is the core of my of my frustration, which is that I think good people misled is the biggest problem because I think the vast majority, I mean, like the Rogan thing. Yes, there's some shits, but the vast majority are good. People are not going to do bad things. But if, if a younger version of me, I'm too shitty and old at this point, but a younger version of me listening to rage against the machine, you told me, right. That Bernie, let's say, I mean, cause I don't know what I would do for Biden. Probably not much. But if you were to told me Bernie had been, you know, he won this election, he had gotten all the way and they had fucking stolen it from him, right? They did and, that in the primaries twice. <laughs> well, there you go. So, but you'd gotten, okay, so he'd gotten through the primaries and got to the general election and, and it's just, it's fucking obvious, it's fucking stolen and there's endless amounts of social media and stuff saying it and, and I'm hearing that there's secret, you know, all the Patrick Byrne stuff that's on my side at this point. Uh, Sidney Powell, all of that stuff's on my side, right? I, I believe it's all, you know, he fucking won this, obvious he fucking won this, and you fuckers, same shit you've always done, you're stealing it from me. A younger version of me does these things. Like, a younger version of me could be convinced to do basically anything I saw on the videos there, right? Like, to be the, like, to be the girl trying to get through, and to do whatever I have to to like fucking tear up the ballots because if they're not a fucking official ballots, if they're not the legal ballots, like this thing cannot happen. They're going to at least have to go another. Rest. What whatever it takes, I'm going to do whatever I have to take. You're more because... ambitious. Your young you is more ambitious than I've ever been in my life. I'll but tell it's you the that. founders. <laughs> but you're a fo- you're you're like trying to save the whole goddamn country. Aren't you willing to do like almost anything <laughs> if you're trying to like keep your kid? For, you know what I'm saying? Like save America. You're you're all balls and stupid at that age, aren't you? Like, I, I mean, mean, I guess, man, I think like I think most of the people that's why there were so many Trump supporters yelling to stop busting through the barricades and stuff, because I think most of them were smart enough to know this is going to have the opposite effect we want. I don't most of them right, were like, I'm not this that is, smart. At tw- <laughs> I, mean, at I guess what's old, the I'm point? You're, the smart. point you're trying to make is like it. You don't need some kind of setup. It like could have all been Trump supporters doing this. Or what's the point you're trying All to make? I'm, No, no, I, I I don't know. I I don't think that, like, there was any – I don't think Trump was saying, hey, go do this. I don't think anybody had to be saying this. I think that if you got enough people who think the election is stolen, right, mm-hmm. you got whatever it is, right, 70 million people who think the election is stolen. Let's say it's quarter that, whatever. If If all those people really think the election is stolen, right, you're telling me you're not going to get 100,000 people? Or willing to do something to fucking save America? Like, I all of three percent. Yeah, I, I don't. Let, let me put it. Let me answer your question with 
uh, in a different way, I guess. Okay. If these lockdowns continue, if they try to implement uh, gun confiscation, if small businesses are not allowed to fully reopen, you will see an armed insurrection like you've never imagined. That That's okay. part of why they have the communication separation that they do. That's why they have everybody divided like they do. So that way it's so difficult for people to try to communicate. I mean, see, right. I don't think it was stolen, but I, I understand that if, if, if enough people think it is like it doesn't, it's not crazy to me to think that some really fucked up shit can happen. And the problem is that I actually can't tell you that it wasn't stolen, right? It could have been stolen. All these things, any, you know, anything within the reasonable realm of possibility could have happened. We, we, we ended up a problem. If, if, if enough of us believe the wrong thing, really bad shit can happen to a lot of people as collateral damage. And I don't know how to solve that problem. I'm, right. Well, I'm like, really enough, like enough people it. believe in the weapons of mass destruction law to support the Iraq Correct. war. But the, right. All these kinds of things. If we don't start to like figure out how we like start to, to know what's true, and like all get a better handle on it. Like a lot of people are going to do things for the wrong reasons. I, I just Some don't, for the right reasons. I don't think, possibly, a, but I don't think a, a rigged election or whether it was rigged or not. I don't think enough people believing the election was rigged is enough to pop off um, some kind of really crazy shit. Like, like an, like a, you know, civil war or some kind of armed conflict. What's going to have, so. what's going to cause I think what's going to cause that is something that directly affects people's daily lives like we're seeing with these lock I think the lockdowns are going to be the catalyst. The lockdowns are going like something that everybody there's no you don't need evidence of election fraud like cuz cuz the election it's like that's kind of arbitrary. I mean it's not arbitrary whether it's, it's real like or the not. Boston Tea Party. Yeah, it's it's like it, 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 you never know what's going to be that actually break the straw that breaks the camel's back the the thing that like just becomes like un, like this enough is enough like i can't believe you're fucking taxing me on tea bro like this is right, crazy you guys, you guys are it, you guys keep going back to something that that can be proven essentially right something like this is directly affecting my life you know so this is directly affecting my life i don't really have to like trust anybody whether it's true or not exactly so that's, i'm that, i'm going to do something so this that, is, hold on that i agree up, so i agree with you guys in the beginning that, that I agree I with said. you that like that's something that you could easily get people to do. The, the problem we have is when when it goes beyond that, right? Where where people can believe things just because other enough other people are saying it and then do something. And I think that's possible. Like I, well, yeah, I just I don't discount that. It's the classic thing everybody likes to bring up that on CNN or whatever. Like Anderson Cooper always loves bringing up like, well, mm-hmm. these theories like will lead a, to a guy bringing an assault right. rifle into a pizza parlor, right? It's like yeah, right. like, but they that's gonna there's gonna be a small amount of people who act on something like this, but it's really mm-hmm. not gonna be. Um, seventeen seventy six will not commence again until like, like it, you're gonna know. I guess what I'm saying is you're gonna know it when you see it, and we haven't seen it yet, and that's because we had we haven't been pushed to the brink yet. There hasn't right. been the mainstream that media thinks they did see it. Well, yeah, but that's that's well, that's they the have problem. to push that because. 
because here's the thing. Terror. They, yeah, I love that they, they're all they terrorists. Like, the guys that walked around in the Capitol were terrorists. I love that. It's hilarious. Right. Well, they they want to <laughs> they want to push a narrative right now that that everyone that supports Trump is a white supremacist and a white supremacist terrorist. That's right. why it's... I got banned from Twitter, and I'm they're they're pushing a thing right now that they need to they need to stop banking from being available from people who supported Trump. Trump's yeah, uh, so Trump's step. Trump yeah. is banned from uh, selling merchandise and stuff. His campaign website can't accept money. They banned uh, uh-huh. PayPal, banned him, and can, all that stuff. Can you imagine if people like had to run on the banks again? Because they're like, "Oh shit, what if I can't get money?" Dude, uh, Mar- you remember uh, Mary Poppins that scene? No. At the end of it. Or, you guys have seen Mary Poppins, right? I have, yeah. but I don't remember it. There's this scene where, like, uh, it's been... I haven't seen this since I was a kid, but I just always remember... That was, like, the first I con- time, um, like, the concept of a run on the banks was introduced to me as a kid. It was in that movie when they, like, they're trying to get their money out of the bank, the two little kids, like, and, like, the bank won't give it to them for some reason. And then... If, like, somebody overhears it and it cr- creates a mass hysteria to where, like, everybody in London, like, makes a run <laughs> on the banks and they're all trying to get their money out. But, no, yeah, like, I remember oh, that. Huh. <laughs> I, uh, well, think about it. Cause as soon as it's like, look, we're, we're targeting Trump supporters and, and they're, we're closing their accounts or preventing them from getting their money. Right. And that's half the country. And, like, they just, they literally just cataloged and listed every person that's ever followed. And supported anything Trump said on Twitter or other social media, dude. Like that's ridiculous. Like we're we're talking millions of people at this point, and we're talking about they're they're. I don't know if they're going to confiscate the money, but what is, what else is the goal here? If that's not the point, are they talking about freezing funds and then possibly saying these people are terrorists and then sending the FBI to everybody's house? Like what what are we talking about doing here? Like, what's the end goal? Well, they definitely are this, this not even the capital run itself, but I would argue the narrative and the optics of this assault on the capital is going to be used for a Patriot Act 3.0 and uh, red flag lists to take Patriots guns away. I'd say that's like pretty much guaranteed. That's what I was just going to say. Red flag laws. That was the next thing out of my mouth is going to be. That's why. I can see why, you know, acting yeah. defensively is really important. I think and I found then... it. Go ahead. Something wrong. The bank won't give someone their money. Well, I'm going to get mine. Come along, young man. Every penny in mine. And mine too. And give me mine too. And then everybody starts running on the bank. And the bank shut their windows. I like how everybody dressed back then. Did this movie come out? It's the forties. Yeah, everybody's got top hats and canes. Oh no, it's the sixties, but it's. But the matriarch of the family works in the bank. Wow, and yeah, and the bankers are making a, a mad dash to the vault and throwing all the money back there. A lot of gold coins spilling. Anyway, yeah, so. My introduction to a run on the banks. That, that what would that look like nowadays in the digital age? Like, well, that's the thing. I don't think 
So that's the thing. I think this could turn into like a whole different mess because I think Trump's trying to eliminate the IRS. Oh, that would be so awesome. Dude, you got you got to stop getting my hopes up with all this shit. Because if it doesn't happen, I'm going to be That's why sad. I think they hate him so much. That's why, that's why all the guns are pointed at him. That's why everybody hates him. Because he doesn't give a fuck. Do you remember his uh, his income tax plan for anybody that made under forty grand a year when he was running? It was on his website. What was it? If you make forty grand a year or less, you pay zero income tax and you fill out a one page form that says "I win." <laughs> so <laughs> what right, happened to that? that yeah, that didn't go. That didn't happen. There was a lot of things. No, that that was tr- like, that's like Obama's like uh, legalizing weed shit when he was running and no, not prosecuting whistleblowers. <laughs> yeah, close game. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. was excited for that too, dude. Uh, I mean, that I was the big thing no that tax. he did. That was the big thing Trump did get done was the tax the tax change, but he didn't put that into it. <laughs> yeah, that would. Uh, anyway, maybe maybe in his third term. <laughs> Uh, you guys I, I about mean, ready to wrap this baby up, or? Yeah, yeah. It's I funny though um, that you bring up the the bank run because that's exactly the issue, right? Which is that if enough pe- people believe something, they'll do something. It's it can create a really big problem, and it never had to be true in the first place. Yeah. Right. So it could be on the left, it could be on the right, and and the response to that. And this may, this might even be more dangerous than the original thing, right? The response to that is to shut down communication. And that's the worst thing, you know, like that, that tears the whole, like, then you don't even have a liberty to even want to preserve. So I, I, the only thing I want to say on this long conversation, lots of different conspiracy things, ideas, whatever could be going on is just that I, I, do not support any kind of censorship. I hate that you got knocked off. I hate that I think there's going to be much more censorship coming. It sucks. But I also really worry, you know, about the vast majority of people being good and a number, you know, enough of them doing bad things because they're misinformed. So I go back to this thing. If we can't censor, if there's going to be misinformation, We've got to figure out a better way to deal with it. We've got to be more critical on how we share stuff. We've got to be, we've got to develop some, some better, well, we've got to fix the media. It's got to be value for value or something like that. So they're not, you know, paid to lie, basically incentivized to lie. But we've also got to figure out like some standards that we're going to hold each other to, to like say something's true or not. I think conversations like this are getting us a step in the right direction. Yeah. It's the only thing we got. I will flat out shoot you in the fucking face. <laughs> I needed that. It's one of my Pat Militich was on uh, our our first guest on the podcast, and I just he was talking about what he would do if anybody tried to vaccinate his kids. I will flat out shoot you in the fucking face. <laughs> Love it. Well, hey guys, thank you, man. Uh, this was great, and Will Magus of Culture Wars Radio. You can. Just culture, war, just culture war dot radio. Yep. Culture war dot radio. That's right. Yep. And uh, that'll be linked in the show notes and Boris mm-hmm. Python's social media handles that aren't banned. I'll link those too. go ahead and email the, those anything you want me to link uh, Boris and uh, I'll link you, Boris, both you guys uh, Mastodon uh, handles and whatever else you want me to link. So people yeah, can find all Boris your sheet. Python 1776 on uh on telegram i'm really uh i'm i'm doing hot and heavy on there i uh 
I'm doing a lot of posts on there now. Yeah. Is that is that your that's your Mastodon handle or your um also Telegram. Or? That's where Telegram. that's where I'm doing a lot of my uh I I'm doing everything on there now. I'll eat your ass. I will. <laughs> yeah, culturewar.radio live every Sunday night at what time? 9 p.m. Central. 9 p.m. Central, 10 Eastern. And, uh, yeah. Uh, thanks again, guys. I, this was actually really fun. Good talk, we went about three and a half hours, so <laughs> it's about time for my bedtime. Awesome. Yeah, thanks late. for doing it. Oh, long day at work, too, right? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody once told me we'll die from global warming. We only have 12 years left, she said. Greta Thornburg. Another example is the array of technology that potentially could help reverse the warming effects of global climate change. One that has gained my personal attention is stratospheric aerosol injection, or SAI, a method of seeding the stratosphere with particles that can help reflect the sun's heat. It ain't no joke, though. S-N-A-6, the number, P-A-C-K dot com. I'm in a six-pack!